The following episode of Government Name is filled with spicy hot takes and salacious speculations. This was recorded before we even knew what the verdict was going to be. We recorded this episode with the arrogance of knowing that a man ran with justice on his side. We are typically more right than we are wrong in this podcast, but this time, we just jumped out the window. Enjoy. Two halves of a one hole with a complete asshole. Can you see me? My name is Cole Jackson. My name is Energetic and I'm Shogun. How you gonna play this beat like this? Mm, you know the rest. I like That's this beat. Crit tape nice. beat. I like it. You gotta stick to the plan. Run if you have to. <laughs> gotta be the man. You're a rapper. Stick to the plan. Nah, I ain't no rapper. You just gotta stick to the plan, dog, and move and juking and jiving. Even if the bitches nah, coming, you bitch, you start hiding. <laughs> you want to be alive, Jonathan Majors. You want to be alive. Love it. So I fucking love oh, it, man. man. Oh man, let's 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 get into it. As I have been doing these uh, this review cap of the year of the government name podcast episode coming out next week and the week after that <laughs> one consistent story that we've talked about since march has been an update on jonathan majors <laughs> and <laughs> it's just i feel like i could do a whole episode on just exactly. updates on jonathan majors uh i love that we got another update especially after the week that we just had because last episode Last time on Government Name, you were asking, hey man, where are the drivers for both Tory Lanez and Jonathan Majors? And uh, we got updates for both of those situations this There's week. There's some hot-ass niggas, by the way. Who? Them drivers? <laughs> Why y'all gonna show up after the fact? This is, this is right during the fact, right now, for Jonathan. Well, for, for uh, Jonathan it is, but for Tory Lanez, that nigga's... He's done. He's in jail. He's finished. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Who knows? Oh, we got to see how the story unfolds. Shit. What my nigga? What my nigga Nate Dog say? Sixteen in the clip and one in the hole. Oh, 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 oh,
We can't joke about things like that, right? <laughs> 16 oh, in the clip oh, and one in a hole? Hey, that's what that's what Nate okay. Dog said. If you know, like I know, you don't want to So fuck if he this. is acquitted, this is only if he is acquitted. Would you... No, Ooh, Jonathan Majors? <laughs> no, Tory Lanez. Oh, Tory Lanez. Oh, oh, damn. I can't say that. Would you sample that? <laughs> then would you sample Nate Dog and then flip that and say 16 in the clip and one in the hole? Not, not calling Megan a hole, but I'm just saying you could make it into a, a flip. Mm, I see we're going there, yeah. buddy. Well, I don't know where we should start, but I'm going to start by saying... How has your week been? Man. <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to, this is this is the last episode I'm going to be in going into the next year. So I'm just going to say, fuck everybody. Can't stand none of y'all motherfuckers. All you people suck ass. Um, yeah. A lot of y'all people suck. This is my last, this is my last podcast of the year. So I'm just, I'm letting it fly today. I don't give a fuck. I, 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 I think I try to be a little bit, um, I try to do shit with people as far as like podcasting is concerned or something like that. Now, people, if 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 we fuck with each other, you know, I ain't talking to you. But the people who want to do shit or say they want to do shit, and then don't kiss my ass, pretty much. Um, I try to be a little bit more engaging. I, I have a top ten coming out pretty soon for my albums of the year. I try to engage, try to do shit, and nobody hit me up, which is fine. That's all okay. Y'all niggas lame anyway, so it don't even fucking matter. And on top of that, <laughs> I know, man. It just seems like it's been an odd year. My year's been shitty as fuck since, you know, maybe July. So the second half of my year's just sucked. So I decided today I was going to let my shit fly today. Secondly, I know. This year on the podcast, I've probably been a little bit more on the, hey, let's get it right. Hey, I want to make sure these details are here. That next year, I'm I'm jumping out the window every episode. I don't give a fuck no more. Y'all niggas want niggas to say salacious shit to be able to get popular. That's what I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you exactly what you fucking want. I was trying to be on some. Let me be a little bit more professional. This podcasting thing is out of hand. You niggas want Tasha K. I'm gonna give y'all Tasha K next year. That's exactly what you want. You don't want niggas to try to be accurate. You don't want niggas to try to say, hey, hey, hey. I heard. I watched the whole thing. I uh, I watched the interview. I watched everything. That's a waste of time. So from here on out, I'm going to give you guys exactly what you want. You want me to f- just watch clips of shit and, and tell you guys how I feel about clips? That's what you're going to get. You want to be ignorant? That's what you're going to get. You want me to say dumb shit all the time? That's what you're going to get. Especially on this podcast. I've been a little bit too subtle for the last few months. When we come back next year... I want niggas to be mad at me, and I, I throw hands, so it don't even matter. It don't, it don't matter no more. It don't matter no more. <laughs> he said, fuck it, like, dog. I throw po- hands. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I do. And, and, and see, the dude between me and some of y'all niggas out there, y'all scared to catch an L. I done took L's, nigga. I don't care. So let me just say this. <laughs> let me say this. I've tried to be a little bit different this year as far as like pod- I love podcasting. I love doing this. I love being a part of this. And it's like I try to do 
do it the right way. I feel like the right way. Y'all niggas want Joe Budden shit. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you as much gaslighting as I possibly can. I'm lying hard as fuck next. Year. Like I'm gonna lie harder than I've ever lied before in my life. Uh, I'm gonna make sure that I'm probably the worst podcast host ever, especially on here. Now my music shit completely different. When I'm talking about music. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to do that with music. I, I'm pretty honest when I talk about music on my music stuff, but man, <sighs> next year I'm just going to jump out the window. Somebody told me, somebody told me about two weeks ago, it was actually uh, Cousin Chris. Cousin Chris told, told me, I said, Cousin Chris, man, hey man, I'm just trying to try to do the podcasting thing the right way. I'm trying to do it differently. He's like, man, niggas don't give a fuck about that. You know what niggas give a fuck about? You saying wild ass shit. They want wild shit. That shit that you trying to do, don't nobody want that shit. People hate it. And you know what? You're right. We were doing better numbers when I was saying dumb shit and being an ignorant nigga and saying some very salacious shit. So next year, when we come back, that's what I'm giving you. And if you get in my DMs, I'm blocking you. And I'm going to cuss you out on top of that. You're going to be blocked and blessed. That's what you're getting next year. I'm tired of <laughs> I'm tired of struggling in this podcast space. We've been doing this for a while. We're probably some of the best niggas to do it. We've probably been doing this shit way better than a lot of your faves. We started with a lot of your faves, and we're still here. You guys don't fucking, you guys don't support us as, as much as I feel like we should. And I take, I take a little bit of, I take a little bit of fault with that. We don't post as much as we usually do, like we should on social media. Maybe we don't do IG lives as much. Maybe we should change our format just a tad. But I know next year, I'm jumping out of every fucking window possible just letting y'all know because i've tried to be nice i've tried to do it differently i've tried to be i've just tried and what works is ignorance so that's what you're gonna get from me you're gonna get ignorant nigga shit now i just want y'all to know there's a difference between governor and cole <laughs> and outside of the podcast code now if you want to fuck with me I'm going to tell you right now, that's what you don't want. Because I don't even ask questions no more. I just punch. And we'll figure it out later. So I'm just letting y'all know. If y'all want to do some some wild, y'all want a wild. And I'm not naming names. I never name names. I'm never going to do that. Fuck it. Name but names. Stop. Nah, nah. Stop. Don't, don't do that corny name. shit. Nah. Name names. No, no, no. We ain't got we don't have lawyers. <laughs> we got, you just names, said you throw hands. They need to know you do it. Yeah, but they need lawyers for me to name names. We need lawyers because I don't want to get sued. They pussies for suing. Well, hey, yeah, what it is. But at the end of the day, I'm just gonna let y'all know now. I, I'm I, <laughs> for the next few months that we do government name, I'm jumping out the window. I'm not gonna care about the facts. I'm probably gonna stop reading stories. I'm just gonna look at headlines and just say shit. Because that's what people want. And it pisses me off. I've been mad all week. Niggas trying to tow my car. I told a man, hey brother, hey. <laughs> My car don't work. My tire's flat. He's like, yo, I'm going to give you a few days. So I don't know when they're going to tell that motherfucker. We got we to figure that shit out, too. I'm just at the point now where I, I told myself, I was like, I said, I'm going to do this one or two ways today. <laughs> I said, I'm going to either be really calm and just go about status quo like I've been doing, or I'm just going to say, fuck it, and just jump out the window. This is the last show of the year for me anyway. So I don't give a fuck. I'm about to just say some wild outlandish fucking shit that I feel like makes sense to me. Fuck being right. And if me and, if me and Shogun have a back and forth, that's what y'all niggas want. Fuck it. Let's just fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore. I've lost my mind. 
Shit has been sucking <laughs> everything. So, yes. Yeah, they trying to tow my car away also. I said, damn, man. I said, I don't cause no trouble. Rents on, t- I mean, this was to my landlord. This is the overseer of the property. I said, hey, man, <laughs> you never hear shit about me. Nothing ever goes down. Hey, give a brother a break. Well, I'll give you a few days. Okay. So, I got to get out here and change this flat tire. I was going to change it today, but <laughs> it's raining here in Birmingham. So, I can't I can't change it to tomorrow. So, hopefully, the, my truck will still be there t- tomorrow, hopefully, so I can change the tire and figure out something from there. But if a nigga take my car, I'm swinging on his ass, too. I'm just to the point now, it's just time to just swing on people and just feel me. I've been really, really fucking nice. I've been nice. I've been nice. I've been very calm. I've been on some other shit. And I just feel like, I just realized, like, nobody gives a fuck about you being nice. Nobody gives a fuck about any of that shit. So guess what? You're going to get what I give you. Whatever energy I feel like giving you that day, that's what you're getting. I'm tired. I'm fed up. It's the end of the year. I've gone through a lot of shit this year. Shit just fucking sucks. <laughs> and I'm just going to start, instead of me being like, peace and, and prayer and, come on, brother, and you can... Figure it and, oh, and, and listening to the to the Andre three thousand album, which it does help. I have been listening to it. It does help calm me down. I'm I don't give a fuck no more. Done. I'm finished. So you're gonna get what you're gonna get. What I give you, whatever energy I'm, I feel like giving you that day, that's what you get. All right. I didn't want to interrupt because you 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 speaking from the heart, and I feel you on that. I got two questions. One. What put the battery in your back on this? Like, what pushed you over the edge? And then once you answer this, I answer my second question. Because I'm beyond. Uh, let me keep it. A, I'll keep it a buck with, with with some people. I try to engage with people. I try to do stuff with people as far as like the podcasting side of stuff. And there's some people that I can't work with. It's just like I'm trying to do this music podcasting thing for real, for real. I'm just trying to. I don't want to do. I hate my job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I want to start doing this. And I feel I already know if I'm going to do this, I'm just going to have to do it on my own. Like, I realized that shit last night. Like, trying to incorporate people or trying to talk to people that and make sense mm-hmm. around here is just, it doesn't, it don't work. Or maybe I'm just a washed-ass nigga that niggas don't want to fuck with. I burned too many bridges. Who knows? Okay. I don't that's, know. That's a lot of different. But. Go ahead. I, I uh. I don't know, man. Last night I was up finishing trying to do my top 10. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm gonna do my top 10. I was like, man, I wonder if somebody wanna podcast with me about it. No, ain't nobody answered. You know, I posted on my stories. And maybe I should reach out to people. But when I reach out to people, <laughs> when I reach out to people and try to do shit the professional way and be like, yo, let's do it this way. Let's set it up. Let's do these things, X, Y, and Z. Niggas try to back back until they actually come up with their own podcast. That's talking about music that is very similar to the idea that I fucking put in your fucking face. And that pissed me off, too. So it's just like, you know what? I'm just kind of, I'm tired, bruh. Like, it ain't even got nothing to do with dealing with these people around here. It ain't got nothing. I'm t- I'm tired, bruh. I've gone through a hell of a lot this second half of this fucking year. Yeah. A hell of a lot. And I know what's planned for me next year. And I know what I'm doing next year. And maybe I shouldn't let it get to me, man. And maybe this is just me learning and going, what is it? 
what what was that quote that I heard? And I was like, fuck. Um, what was it? Uh I can't I heard that shit early this morning. I was like, God damn, that's right. Um adversity builds character. Mm-hmm. I said, damn, that's some real shit. I've been going through adversity damn near all year. Hmm. Builds character. I said, fuck. Maybe it's building my character for something else that I'm getting ready for. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. They say- Maybe I'm going through all of this shit to kind of learn what my next chapter is going to be. I don't know. There's days when I believe in that shit, and there's days when I feel like God just want to punch me in the face. It's all good, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm tired of being so fucking, <laughs> I'm tired of being <laughs> strong-shouldered and strong-backed all the time. It it's, it's like, yo, man, like, being strong is, is cool until you can't handle the weight. Yeah. Luckily, I can still handle the weight. My knees are still pretty good. You're right. But damn, you know what I'm saying? Another nigga catch a break sometime. Just a, just a little bit. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? So last night, like I said, I was sitting here just doing my doing what I normally do. And it's just like, yo, I, you know, I'm going to be, I, I keep it a buck with a lot of y'all. I'm, I'm being honest today. A lot of shit don't get the numbers that I want to get, but I still do it. And it's either because I just love the, I have the passion for it, or I just know at the end, of, at this a light at the end of the tunnel. Or maybe I'm just too stupid to realize when to throw that shit away and give it up. Throw in the towel. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But these motherfuckers always be like, well, chase your dreams, man. You're not going to get it overnight. It's good. It's going to come. It's going to, it's on God's time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, well, I don't know if God's clock can stop yeah, well, tonight. God's time is eternal. You, you know what I mean? It's never on man's time is what they're basically saying. Uh, I, I think I have an issue with you saying that you're going to be the salacious you. Uh, I don't want that. I want you to be yourself. I want you to be honest. As I said earlier, I'm going through the whole list of podcasts, the shows that we did for this year. And the one thing that stands out amongst everything else is we give our honest opinion about most of this stuff that we talk about. And yes, the Joe Button bullshit works because it's bullshit. They, they do that to get the clicks and the views. But I feel like we do have a little bit more integrity than those types of people. Now, do I want the clicks and views, the numbers? Yeah, I would love for my honesty to get us to, to the top spots or higher up. But... I look at them shows and I cringe because I know they have to tap dance for these numbers. I don't like that. I, I want to, we can garner a, 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 a fan base or a listener base or a, an audience, a community. We can build that by being ourselves. And I think we have. Now, it does feel worse because we do a lot of work. Like we do a lot of prep work and behind the scenes work to get this show going. And it doesn't seem like it's getting the, uh, it's just due. I, I know. I've been where you are. <laughs> this, the last time we stopped doing a podcast, I was at that breaking point where you are right now. And I'm glad you're at least talking about it on the podcast before <laughs> shit just stopped <laughs> like I did. No, but that's not the... Didn't mean to cut you off. I'm not going to stop. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, that's the thing, too, man. Maybe I'm just too dumb to realize to just throw the nah, shit away. Nah, bro. No, you have a good product. But, you have a great product. You are a great podcaster. It's the fact that the audience loves the salacious shit. And unfortunately, social media rewards the salacious. It rewards the bullshit. It only rewards oh, the yeah. controversy. And we tend to not be part of that. 
Yeah, but I look at past seasons or whatever the fuck people do. I don't even know. We don't call our shit seasons. That's dumb. Yeah. But I've looked at past episodes and like the wild shit. People just love the wild shit. Well, they love niggas wild. I I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to. I mean, I ain't trying to jump out the window like no. that, man. But like, to be honest with you, like, I take a lot of this shit seriously. But I'm in the wrong place to do it. Like, I I know where I'm at right now. I'm, God damn it, I'm <laughs> on the chopper singing today. Y'all niggas are dumb. A lot of y'all niggas around here. And if you see me in the street, don't worry, cause I can handle myself. Don't worry about it. A lot of y'all niggas are really fucking stupid. And a lot of y'all niggas really feel like y'all smarter than you really are. And you know. I, I need you to clarify that because it's starting to sound like you calling Alabamians dumb, and I have a problem with that. So, no, I'm just saying there's people out here who think that they're smarter than what they really are, and they're not. Okay, that's all I'm all saying. Right. I, I'm not Alabamians. No, okay. no, no, no. You, you know right. I love my state. This is, <laughs> this is home for me. I've been here long I don't enough. know. Sometimes people be claiming other places. Uh, um, but I just what you mean? I just know that. Go ahead. No, no, I want you to get all this out. <laughs> no, no, no. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is like, I just feel like I know what I gotta do. I know what I'm doing next year. A lot of people don't know what I'm doing next year. I know what I'm I, doing next year. I know how things are gonna. I work just next want year. you to be honest, and it's cool. Just be honest. If it, if it don't feel right, don't don't do it. But if you feel that in your heart, spit it out, bro. I'm with you on that. No, I bet- no, no, no. I'm just. All I'm saying is. I, I've I've just I'm don't nobody got to worry about me. There's only a few people that I'm willing to collab with, to do stuff with as far as like podcasting is concerned. It's only a few people I fuck with. Yeah. They know who they are. Right. I ain't got to name no names. But as far as like a lot of niggas, this ain't even happened to me recently. Some nigga, some nigga, uh, some nigga um, hit me in the DMs about doing an interview, and. I, I didn't even answer him back because when he was sitting up here, when he was putting out his Instagram post about all the things that he's done, the interviews and the, and the fucking and the uh, 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 fucking newspapers or whatever the fuck he's been in, magazines and shit like that, my shit never popped up. And I've interviewed this nigga twice, went to his place and interviewed him. And you think I'm going to respect you after you sit up here and you do that? This happened a while ago and I got pissed off. And it's like, and then he got did a little Instagram post. Well, some people don't want to do this and don't want to answer their DMs, but that's fine. Y'all niggas ain't got to worry about me. Hey, my nigga, it's cool. It's cool. I've done my part. When you don't, when you don't want to, when you don't want to recognize what the fuck I did for your ass, <laughs> we got no relationship, my nigga. We got no relationship. A lot of y'all motherfuckers really don't realize how many times I fucking I've sat my ass out here. And interviewed you when nobody else was fucking with you. I, I, a lot of y'all niggas. Here's, here, you know what's funny too? I have a whole platform that plays music, but y'all paying these DJs to play y'all shit. I never asked not one person for any fucking money. And these DJs around here robbing y'all blind playing y'all shit. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Are you kidding me? At least I got a license where you get paid if I play your shit. But y'all paying these DJs. It's fine. <laughs> carry carry on. You ain't got to worry about me fucking with a lot of y'all any fucking more. Ever. I'm on to bigger and better shit. Hey, man, I, I love how we always switch roles. I used to be the bad guy of the podcast. That's cool. I love, I love it. it. Go ahead and be the heel next Fuck. year. That's great. 
<laughs> I want to be the people's champ again. <laughs> they used to love the me. On. They used to love me on here. <laughs> I lost them. Put the mask on. I lost them during COVID. You lost them when you get <laughs> during you, when you gave up. You just stopped caring. I just I'm done, man. Yeah. I'm done. I'm just done. Yeah. I'm finished. Not one of you. Not one of you motherfuckers have. have have checked up on me or say, yo, what's up, man? Are you good? Or any of the other bullshit. But when y'all need some interviews, some real real interviews, when niggas ain't sitting here getting drunk or talking some dumb shit on a fucking couch, y'all hit me up. You ain't got to worry about that no more. You ain't got to worry about that no more. You ain't got to worry about none of that. <laughs> At all. It's fine. It's A-okay. Because a lot of y'all motherfuckers... Y'all want to do the, the other shit, and that's cool. And I, I think I'm way past um, sitting down with a lot of y'all anyway. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I respect that. Get you, get it out, bro. You know I got your back regardless. <laughs> so whatever you decide on doing, hey. I've been through too much this year, man, to sit up here and be afraid of, of niggas blackballing me or keeping me out of the loop or whatever the case may be. Man, I don't give a fuck no more, dog. Like, that's where I'm at with it. That's what I'm at. I don't think I get acknowledged about a lot of shit that I've done around here. I think a lot of niggas just don't realize the type of platform that I have. And maybe I haven't advertised it the best way. And I don't be real with y'all. I'm not perfect. It's a lot of shit that I missed out on that I could have I should have I been on top of, but I didn't. Want to know why? I spend every dime I have on my website. On my website, on podcasting, on the other podcasts that I fucking manage, on top of producing other shit. So, yeah. There are times when the nigga just don't got it. Where I can't book a place to be able to do an interview with y'all. And I damn sure don't want y'all niggas coming up in here. Because half y'all motherfuckers be high as fuck. And I don't want nobody around my shit like that. So yeah. There are times where I miss out on opportunities. Have I handled it the best way? No, I haven't. I'm just being a buck with y'all. I haven't handled it the best way. So yeah. I do find... I do find... I do take a... a, (laughs) accountability on that type of shit but <sighs> some of y'all motherfuckers and i just i don't know not i like how i sat up here and talked to a motherfucker sat down had a whole meeting about doing a music podcast with him i wasn't even gonna be with it i just wanted to produce it that's it i just wanted to produce it all they had to do was do to be the talent i was gonna sit back and produce it the show was gonna be fire <laughs> didn't follow up, couldn't find the people to do it. Next thing I know, a year later, nigga doing a fucking music podcast. I'll be damned. So it is what it is. It's all right, bro. But don't, I'm not, don't come, I don't care if you come to me about anything else music-wise ever again. I got other people to fuck with. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about any of your ideas. I don't give a fuck about anybody trying to tell me about who's who's doing shit. I don't give a fuck no more. That's what I'm at with it. I'm having a fucking breakdown right now. It's crazy, but that's what I'm I doing. I don't think it's a breakdown. I think this is some needed honesty. You've been trying to play the game that you see of this podcast behind the scenes. I don't fuck with nobody, clearly. I, I, I fuck with the people I listen to, and, and we go on from there. But as far as collaborating with people they can reach out to you if they need to but you've been trying to build this coalition in Birmingham for the longest and there's no real unity and this is what you're you're finally voicing you you're tired of going through this back and forth game and you see all these people doing the antics it it doesn't seem respectful and then they're not giving you the respect that you've earned 
I feel you. I just want you to keep this type of energy. I like this because this is you being honest. This is how you really feel. Mm. No matter how you feel, they going to feel, I want you to say what's in your heart. And that's what I Damn. think people fuck with. That's, that's me jumping out the window. Okay. <laughs> that's me jumping out the window. Like I, I, I just was trying to be a lot more calm, cool, and collected on here, bro. That's all it is. This- I try to keep... I try to keep the uh I try to keep the back and forth between me and you to a minimum because it's like in there are days where I'm just like nobody listens or understands what I'm saying. Well, so it's just like I have a hard time getting what you're saying. That's why I ask so many questions. But that's a personal thing for me. I am curious. Right. So I ask a lot of questions about everything, but I'm also a little dense at time where if I don't clearly see your pathway of thinking, I'm gonna keep probing at it and trying to understand it and i think that that right. has helped us as the podcast has gone where we we're better at explaining ourselves um uh, i don't i don't take this shit personal i mean we, we'll go back and forth I but I, I usually drop it at the end of the day and if it's something more i'll you know you know me <laughs> you know me I, I confront it i always talk about it or bring it to your yeah. attention i i do like go ahead no i'm saying i don't take it personal either that's all i'm saying Keep don't going. don't be afraid of the back and forth though. I'm not gonna just fuck you, man. I hate you. You know, I, I throw hands too. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think we old enough and we understand each other to the point where we not gonna take it to the extremes unless it really has to. I I don't see you right. as an enemy. You know what I mean? So No, it's not like that, man. It's just the fact that like there are times where I don't know how to express there are times where I don't know how to explain yeah. it the way it can be understood. Right. Like, I'm not bright like that some days. But, like, some days I'm like, well, this is what it says. But, and it's just like, but you're like, no, like, I don't know what you mean. And I'm like, I don't know how else to, you know, like, I'm just like, my public education don't allow me to go further than what I can tell right. you. But <laughs> during those situations, I can at least say for myself, I usually ask in a roundabout way to get back to what I think you're trying to say. And I think you you get it when you hear it, when you listen to the edit of the show. I, I believe you get more clarity because you, you're able to listen to the whole conversation without having to think about what's going to come next. So, right. I, and I think I did a lot. I think I'm doing a way more. I'm doing way more thinking before I'm speaking because there are times, there have been times in the past where I just say shit and it'd be like, oh, oh yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think things out a little bit more so I can get, get my point across or it don't sound wild. But then again, people like, wow, shit. But, no, I will say, editing this podcast, when I was editing, it did help a lot because I was like, oh, this is where I lost them. This is where it got confusing. This is where, and, and I think, we've been doing this for about seven years now. I think this is where you've been editing ever since we came back. And I think it's helped you a little bit more because you're kind of understanding what I'm saying. So it's cool. Keep that same energy, bro. You know, Keep that same I'm energy. i to explain it. Stick to the plan. (laughs) That's what they tell you. I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I'm not like I'm not getting the numbers that I used to was I was getting on Thursday night lights, which is fine. I get it. But I'm not gonna stop doing it, man. Like, I know there's a space out there for what I'm trying to do. And next year, you know what I'm saying? As far as like me doing more visual stuff, like, you know, I got my setup now and I kind of feel a lot more confident. I actually ordered like a new I ordered like a new camera and and a new mic and I was like, I ain't got that money. So I don't know if, if it's God leading me. I don't know what's leading me, man. Yeah. I was just like, fuck it. I just but 
I'm probably gonna be a whole lot more visual than I was. I have a whole YouTube channel, and they, I haven't put a video up on there in a, in a long time. And it's just like I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate. Like I want to play music, you, but <laughs> just do YouTube. Talk about the music industry from your perspective, and that will work. I promise yeah. you. You remember that? So, I, I, it's funny how we got to this. Uh, I showed my girlfriend the uh, what was that? The Men's Style Lab review that I did. I was throwing clothes yeah, back in the excellent. box. Exactly. She was like, "You should really do this." And I was like, "I fuck with YouTube." I said that too. You said that many moons ago. <laughs> I fuck with YouTube, but it takes a lot of energy to produce that. But the best thing about that Men's Style Lab review that I did was it's honest, and people fuck with mm-hmm. honesty. That is your golden goose, bro. You are an honest person. You ain't got to do all the salacious stuff, but you can turn it on and off. And that's what's going to hook people into it. So yeah. I support that, man. And But see, on, see on the other end of that too, though, um, Shogun, like, AI helps. Like, being able to, you can edit through transcript now. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. Different, there's different programs that you can actually find that's not super expensive that you can edit through transcripts. Like I edit this, I edit what I do edit on the video side of things through our transcript stuff, and that's only because of the the carrier that we have. I was I'm gonna I'm talk to you about that. We on a roll right now. I want to edit the clips next year. <laughs> <laughs> but you ready? You ready to get into it? Not the rundown, but into uh, the, to the oh. The, you get anything else you want to get off your plate? No, nah, man. I that's it. I just. I said it's gonna go one or two ways when I start this pod. I'm either gonna be just like chill, <laughs> go back to reserve, or just was, let the shit fly. There was no other way it could have went. <laughs> you was like, "Fuck them, <laughs> fuck all y'all." It is what it, it is. is. All right, so I'm gonna tell you about my week. I couldn't sleep yesterday. I woke up at 3 a.m. stressing, uh, and I text my girlfriend about it, and she told me some of the realest news I could ever hear. So I was stressing, or I am stressing, because Christmas is coming up, and this is the holiday time. You know, it's supposed to be joyous and happy, yay. And it, I just, I'm not feeling it this year, but I'm stressing because, like you said, I've been busting my ass off. Like, I was barely at home this whole year. I was on the road working, trying to make as much money as I can to take care of the people that I care for. And when it comes to Christmas shopping, I'm just like, bro, I just, I ain't got it. Thought I did, but I ain't got it. But then I was like, where did all my money go? Just life. But she told me that 12 months is a long time to survive. It says, uh, oh, 12 months is a long time to, to survive uncertainty. And she said, I still came out on top. She said, gifts don't prove that you survive uncertainty. Stability does. And mm. that shit just made me look at my phone for like 30 minutes and just be like, she right. I don't have to, I don't have to kill myself to prove a point to these people. Like the fact that my lights still come on when I flip a switch means I'm doing my job. So right. don't, don't stress what you can't control. It's just... As Fabulous would say, stay low, keep firing. Mm. <sighs> For sure. Speaking of Christmas miracle, the homie Reggie, <laughs> the homie Reggie Ray, I don't know if you heard about it. 
He's only getting uh, 50 hours of community service. Reggie Ray is the man who was on the uh, Montgomery boat swinging the chair. Well, he wasn't on the boat, but he was the man, the chairman. Giving his, the chairman. Yeah, the, chair. the chairman of Montgomery. <laughs> the chairman of Montgomery. Uh, WWE should definitely call him. I don't know why they haven't. But Reggie Ray is only doing 50, 50 hours of community service. I like that. So um, He earned it. Also, since I'm doing the best of government names next two episodes. Uh, people, we definitely need some more reviews on Spotify. Cole puts up a question every week. And I would really like to interact with our listeners even more, or uh, with our community even more. Can y'all please answer these questions? As you're listening to the podcast, just scroll through it on Spotify, answer it there. Even if you don't listen to the podcast on Spotify, just open it up in Spotify, answer the question, and go back to listening to what you was listening. I would really like to read these and, you know, get to know y'all a little bit better through y'all feedback. Okay, let me say something. Let me shoot, shoot the listener some bell, though. The way that question is, it's like if you don't scroll, <laughs> you'll never you find never it. Find it. But I was going through to a lot of those. Uh, they were doing podcast um, like classes or whatever it is on there, mm-hmm. and they was just like, "You should use this feature because it helps with you interacting with your with your followers and it's just or your listeners or supporters or whatever you want to call them." And I was like, all right, okay, I'll start using it. And then I start implementing this shit. But it's just like, well, damn, if you don't scroll all the way down, How would you know no it? one's going to find yeah. it. And our episodes are pretty deep with information already in our detail box. But I don't know. So there's this movie coming out. <laughs> it was when I saw it supposed to be coming to Tubi. It's called The Rapper Who Got Shot in the, in the Heel. It was a Tubi movie. I yes. went looking for it and I couldn't find it. It's so, all not out. The trailer only came. The trailer out. only came out, and then I started researching it, and I found out the movie's probably not coming to Hulu. I mean, to, uh, Tubi. The guy's still shopping it around. He might release it himself. His previous uh, release was the nurse who saw the baby on the highway. <laughs> watched. It. I watched it too. It's not. It's not bad. I enjoyed it. I, I like the problem is they're they're East Coast people. They're from they're in Baltimore, and you hear the two, and it's like, come on, bro, you could at least went to Alabama, but it, it's it's cool. I understand. Um, story still it still worked. I mean, they use audio clips from here and news <laughs> clips from here, and you hear the accents clashing. I didn't care. The movie's only forty minutes long, but it was entertaining. They did a lot in the, that forty minutes. Um, yeah. I like his style. I like the way he shot the movie. It, it had enough drama. I mean, it's super low budget. It had enough drama that it held me through the whole movie. Uh, the acting was decent. Like you said, the accents didn't work because, you know, I'm from Alabama. I know what they're supposed to sound like. We lived it. We seen it <laughs> we in real time. You <laughs> <laughs> seen it in real time. Char- <laughs> and I love how they switched the names, especially on the, the, the rapper that got shot in the hill. They're going to switch the names from... Uh, Tory to Corey. <laughs> that nigga Corey shot me. Oh man, I can't wait for that movie to come out. But I can't either. I'm gonna support that when it happens. Um, uh quick hit, quick little news bites. Ale- well. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Since we're in the movie, we're on the movie part. I have in my notes. I need to apologize to you. So we had a whole conversation about the school of magical negroes so let me preface this really quick 
What I seen was a teaser trailer for that. So when I seen the teaser, I'm thinking it's Black Harry Potter. The real trailer came out here. Well, you probably, I guess you seen the real trailer. Um, I only seen a teaser, and it was like David Allen Greer doing magic, and then this light skinned dude, and he's like, "Oh, we're the we're the, the school for magic on Negroes." I'm like, "Oh, okay, so it's gonna be like Black Harry Potter." So I have to apologize to you because you were trying to tell me what the movie was about, and I was just like, "No, nah, nigga, that's just Black Harry Potter." What are you talking? This shit is terrible. <laughs> what? No. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is it terrible, man? <laughs> Because he has to, he has to pacify this white, he has to pacify this white dude, and then the girl he want to fuck with, <laughs> he want to fuck her, and he's just like, no, 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 you can't do that, you'll fuck it all up. So you gotta, we have to make sure the white people who greenlit this movie. <laughs> I thought it was Black Harry Potter. I thought that's what it was. I seen the full trailer, and I was like, oh, that's what <laughs> Shogun was saying. I said, like, what the fuck is this? Can we bring in the audience so they know what we're talking about? You want to watch it? It's a movie called The School of Magical Negroes. No, 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 no. That's not the movie. It's called The American Society of Magical Negroes. Oh. And I have the trailer right here, sir. So let's everybody watch it along with. I know you can feel their discomfort, Aaron. Watching you walk through a room full of white people was the most painful thing I've ever seen. Excuse me. Sorry. I don't want to take you to a job interview. There's a recruiting class starting right now, and we got to get you in it. Welcome to the American Society of Magical Negroes. I don't really understand. It's easier to say. What's the most dangerous animal on the planet? Sure. White people, when they feel uncomfortable. White people feeling uncomfortable precedes a lot of bad stuff for us. That's why we fight white discomfort every day. Because the happier they are, the safer we are. The name is a little updating, maybe like magical black people, or I guess that doesn't have the same ring. You ready? Oh, wow. Your first client is a Jason Munn. His morale is far too low. Hey. Hey. Darn it. I was hoping there was a station right next to him. Oh, is this one spoken for? No. Yeah, it's actually fun and weirdly relaxing. It's like being a secret agent with none of the danger. Hey, I'm Lizzie. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. She's great. Yeah, she's cool. You kidding? Come on, man. She's smart and funny. And... I know what you were doing going on about her. You're trying to set us up. No, no, no. That's not what I was doing. You cannot have a relationship with Lizzie now. Because if you don't put Jason first, everyone's magic will fail. I've always felt like it's my job to make white people feel comfortable, and here it literally is. But maybe it shouldn't be. I got a great plan to ask her out, but I'm gonna need your help. Do you think you can, like, work your magic? Hey, is he talking about me? Hey. Oh my, wait, are you? defied the society. Who was it? You didn't let her go like I told you. If you interfere with her or your client, you could have your memory erased. You won't even remember she existed. Even though we might never see each other again, I need you to know that what we had was real. I'm curious to see how you're going to make it out of all this. I can't wait to go to the movies to watch that.
Who said yes? Not me. Who said yes? Who said this is going to sell tickets? This is going to put butts in seats. Who said that shit? Who would? Who said that? Focus Films. Who was the white man that said, "You know what? This is what's going on. This is hard hitting. This is what we need." You know, it's not a bad story. It's just the connotation of the situation. Like, you need a magical Negro to fix your problems, bro. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this is actually, well, it ain't the same. But, mm. yeah, it's racist. It's, that's all I can see. It's just a racist-ass movie. I, I just said, I put in my notes, I said, I owe Shogun an apology because of the magical it's Negro. It's all good, story. bro. Because I only seen... The teaser I seen was David Allen Greer doing magic and the black woman doing magic. And I was like, oh, shit, black Harry Potter. I might watch Harry Potter for a change. This is terrible. Uh, it's all right, man. You know. D- did you see the Civil War trailer? Civil War? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. I said that. That's what I'm going to see. <laughs> he was like, what kind of American what are kind you? Of American are the one that believe in truth? <laughs> I-, <laughs> I need to know what they're fighting for. Like, what? What is the divide? Care. I do that. This is the next in the next thirty years. That's what's gonna I happen. I think this is. I'm. I'm excited. This is progri- pro. It's not progr. What is it called? This is programming, pre-programming people to have. Uh, it's a culture war movie, and I'm not one of those types of things. I, I, you know me. I'm always trying to express unity amongst the the nation. I don't want us to be divided amongst something stupid. I, I feel like it's gonna be. Uh, they're not going to outright say it's a, a, a Democrat-Republican type movie, but I'm sure it's going to be some kind of ideology-based bullshit. But. It looks good. The action looks good. It just looks like the budget. budget. The budget was there. The budget is there. It, that, like, yeah. yeah. Well, I got a whole bunch of things to talk about. It was like a lot of news that happened. I don't know. I didn't split it up in the rundown stuff, so I'm going to just do it as I have it in order. Is that cool with you? Sure. Do you have anything under the rundown? <laughs> well, I got a couple quick hit stuff too, so yeah, I, I guess we can do it before the actual rundown. Okay. I only got two stories for the rundown. I figured the 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 social the hot topic shit would be what what was going on. How you feel about Draymond Green getting suspended? Sucks. Talked about it on Thursday Night Lights every Thursday, seven p.m. to nine p.m. on bykradio.net, or you can actually listen to listen to us through the Radio King app. What? You can download that through. Uh, 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 Radio Apple, Apple Store, no, Apple, Apple, yeah, Apple Store or Android. It's on either phone. <laughs> Google Play. Uh, okay, yeah, <clears throat> eat Google Play. Uh, look, man, I I said it on Thursday Night Lights. I love you, Draymond. Went too far, brother. <laughs> we need you. We need you to win, and you just can't. Hit a nigga all the time. Wow. Like this ain't the, this ain't the nineties, bro. You can't just do shit like that. I feel that. that's part of the problem with NBA. They too soft. Like we had niggas flopping for a long time. Why can't they start punching? Let's get back to punching. Nah, man. Nah, bro. What? Can't do Why? that. Why? Can't do that. That's, Give me a reason. Because man, niggas was getting like I don't know if you ever seen the Rudy Tomjanovich. Like this was like way way back in the day. Rudy Tomjanovich literally got punched in the face and got his nose broke. Um, we don't want to go back to them times. I agree. Basketball should be a little bit, you know, we, we rough it up a little bit. But, man, he he straight up 
hit that how dude, much, bro. Like, ain't nothing in it. It's, it's no room in the game for that. How much do these guys get paid? Millions. You gonna tell me they can't? They can't million. afford to get their nose set back right? Nah, man. That that was. It's one thing to play hard and be physical. It's another thing to be straight up punching it. You can't do that. You remember it, that ain't that ain't what the game is about, dog. You remember if you hit that rewind button and go back to the beginning of the show, how you was just gonna be like, "I'm gonna jump out the window. I'm gonna be all." The-. This is your chance, bro. You in the building still? I can't. Jump why out you the still window in the building? Cause I love Draymond. I love the Warriors. I'm a tell Warriors that nigga fan. to stop hitting I, motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, I just said that. I said, "Hey, man, ain't no roof. I, I can't get." I love Draymond. I love him. He probably gonna get traded. They're probably gonna trade this nigga after this shit. Cause he's he's suspended indefinitely. Yes. But I'm pretty sure when he come back, he gonna probably like three <laughs> he games. He gonna put gonna hands on people. <laughs> no, he ain't gonna do yeah, that. Man. I just feel like they just gonna get nah, rid of him. He's that. been a problem. Yes, he has. You, he's been a problem. Yes, he, he is he, the problem, and he's solving it. He out there putting hands on you. You. He was just oh. like you. He, he is your spirit animal. What are you talking about? Oh, come different. I ain't get paid millions of dollars, the same, and I can't get different. traded. <laughs> I can't get traded, nigga. I'm just gonna be broke <laughs> out of the street doing redneck fights. Um, yes. Nah, man. He the problem is he just got disciplined three weeks ago for doing some similar type shit, <laughs> and it's like my nigga, you got you can't just do some shit. Get he got suspended what five games. And then or three games, and then three weeks later, you do the same yeah. shit. You can't do that. Why can't I? You can't why do that can't because, I? Nigga. I ain't sticking to your plan. I'm sticking to my plan. I'm Draymond Green with a name like Draymond Green. You thought I was gonna play clean? Come on, now. Eh? No, I'm stomping nah, niggas. I'm punching niggas. Let's go. If if anybody knows Draymond Green or, or seen him talk, he's about team. When he gets when he is the when he's getting suspended. He's not helping the team. That's the problem. We need him to win. And it's like when you're not on the court, bro, like we can't win without why, you. Why we can't tell we them to bob to... and weave? You, uh, you wilding. That's what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, I'm doing it. You I'm, I'm doing out. it. If you're going to do, you going to pick up this mantle next time. So why can't I do it one last time? Why you can't tell that why, man to bob hey, and weave? Why? Can't do it. No, they can't. They, I, I they, they realize Draymond got them hands. Look, the problem is, it, I'm saying this because I know this nigga is not gonna be with the team when he come back. Like they're they're gonna they're gonna fucking trade him, bro. And that's I don't like that because he's he's been a part of the core the core team since we started winning championships. Yeah. And I don't want him to get traded, but they are gonna trade his ass. He gone. Yeah. You think he soon as he come back, they trading his. You ass. You think they should trade him to like the UFC or boxing? Which one would you be better in? You're an asshole. I don't know him him versus Leon Edwards. That might be a good fight. <laughs> Speaking of which, congratulations to Leon Edwards. <laughs> That's what, hey, you shouldn't talk about a man's dead father. Like, no, you yeah, right. Stakes was raised when you did that. It's like, oh, okay, you trying to die? Yeah, like. <laughs> Well, well, give him, the, tell him the story. I'm oh, sorry. that's all they need to know. Nigga was at a press conference, said some shit about his dad, and he said, "I see you in the ring." <laughs> give them the real story. That's a fucked up. Shit. No, it's not. A, no. no, I'm talking about what he did. <laughs> oh, the sport? Yeah, he won. No, <laughs> I'm talking about talking about somebody's dead father. Yeah, that's fucked up. 
this is what everybody keeps saying. Like the freedom of speech. You have the freedom of speech, but you're not free from retribution. Got in that ring, got a whole bunch of retribution. It was. <laughs> it was. It was good. good I was God. like, oh yeah. <laughs> good God. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious, alive. Speaking of retribution, and since you're already heated up, and I'm glad we're finally here, let's talk about Nicki Minaj and Billboard. So, oh, I was about to say, I know you know about this because I heard about yeah. it on Thursday Night Lights. <laughs> so, Nicki Minaj is is complaining or justified by saying, "Hey, Billboard, you <laughs> shit." <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, something was moving outside. No, we all heard. I heard. Yeah, the yeah. That was. She's like, sit down. Um, so they changing the rules again for Nikki, and her album is coming out. And well, when her album came out, it was like, hey, we're gonna warn you because there's you're doing some shady stuff. We're probably not gonna count about a hundred thousand streams. She had this contest where it was basically, excuse me, the hundred barbs, the hundred barbs were asked to show proof of purchase to be entered into a contest. Am, am I saying that right? Okay. Yes. And so <clears throat> she's uh, she didn't tell them to buy her album to get into the contest. She said, hey, guys, you guys know my album's coming out. I just want to see proof of your purchase posted online, mm-hmm. and you'll be entered into this contest. And so she went on a tirade on Twitter talking about all these things, and I'm going to start. It says, I've been discussing my 100 bar up contest for months. They said Billboard reached out and said they're going to take away sales from me telling y'all about the 100 barbs things. Can't wait till these next six hours are up so y'all can tell. Uh, so I so I can tell y'all some shit. I can't give out. You can give out millions in cash apps, though. LOL. So bars, me asking you to show proof of something that you already delivered that was already delivered or purchased uh, is against the rules. So please disregard. Apologies. All right. So <clears throat> giving out money on Cash App is actually a reference going back to Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B on WAP. They had a situation where if you entered the contest, well. I, I really don't understand the contest. Cardi B came out. She was trying to, you know, clean it up. Nikki kept going. She said, in case you're one of my 100 barbs for my uh, for my surprise, barbs show proof of your four vinyls or four digital downloads each cover. You could win a chance to help me pick. pick, Okay, I think this was part of the gag city thing that you're talking about. So Mm -hmm. what was the actual rules? Did you have to buy four albums to be entered? I don't know if it was a four. I don't, it was, that wasn't very clear to me okay. either. I don't know if she was saying you had to buy four albums or it was four. I didn't. I didn't understand what she was saying. Right. Well, if you because the tweet was, she's been tweeting a lot here recently. So mm-hmm. Cardi came out saying that hey, I my contest didn't have a, a purchase necessary to be entered into it. Now you and I both know that they've been doing a lot of shady tactics. Throwing in ticket prices and ticket sales is like you buy a ticket and you get an extra copy of the album and count that in as mm-hmm. an album sale. Everybody has been manipulating the system to bump up their streams and their sales and whatnot. Do you feel like this is a legit gripe that Nikki has or is Billboard just trying to crack down on all these people bending the rules? No. What it what So what it is, I don't think she went through the right channels 
via billboard for it to count. Bundles do count towards sales now. They started they they brought bundles back last year, into last year, and said they do count towards album sales. I don't know what channel she if she went through the right channels or if she went through Billboard the way they were supposed to. Um, because quiet is kept, Billboard keeps a piece of those sales as well. Mm. Or one of those, I think the the what is it? Whoever you register to, I think they get a percentage of whatever the sales are. So you don't even get the 100% money back. But I don't think she went through the proper channels to be registered to be able to do the bundle stuff. Mm. And that's why they're slashing her her um, actual sales. Right. But she did 220. I think she did 220 in the first week. Yeah. I, well, they're saying on Monday <laughs> her numbers might be different because they're going to take away 100 out of that too. Yeah. I... I don't, I don't, re- I honestly, I don't know enough mm-hmm. about this whole situation because it's a way you're supposed to be able to register this stuff for it to count. Mm-hmm. And conflicting uh, stories are saying she did register the right way or she didn't register the ah, right I way. See. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's a good chance she didn't register the right way, and that's probably putting money in the right person's hand in order to count all this. If I'm being honest, like she tweets so much, or I don't want to say complain, but like, like so much shit happens to her all the time, and it's just like I don't be knowing when, like, when to care. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I don't care because she's an artist and she's Nicki Minaj. The album is actually pretty good, um, not great because a lot of y'all are jumping out of the fucking window saying this is great and it ain't great. It's like a Drake like, album. That's, if you're a fan of that person, you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, and she has. Several fans that are just uh, something else, um, but it's com- the stories that I had been reading was one was saying yes yeah, she did it correctly this is unfair and they're and they're actually cheating her out of her sales but there was another story that I read was saying um, she didn't go through the proper channels and that's why this is happening I see. so I don't know what to believe because there are conflicting stories all over the place. Right. And to be honest with you, there are times when Nicki Minaj kind of complains about something and it ain't really like what it's what she's saying it is. Mm. There's another side to the story. So I don't know what it is. She's still, she's still, she's going to get number one. She's going to be number one on Billboard. She's, she sold way more than she was projected. Because I think first week sales projected 120. And she's doing two twenty. I think she's doing two twenty four or two twenty. And that's just off the strength First of week. the album by itself without the bundles, right? So she's doing great. She has a great core audience. There's nothing to complain yeah. about. But if I was gonna make two, and you saying I only made one, I'll be bitching. Yeah, I mean she has every right to be be upset about the shit. But like, let's keep it real, man. She was gonna she was gonna sell regardless. Mm-hmm. She and we gotta look at it from a standpoint too of like she she sold that much and the promo was hardly there. She barely had promo. She barely did a rollout for this mm-hmm. shit. So I gotta give her props. I think the Casanite um yeah. stream that she did helped a whole lot. I think that her going to all of these different outlets helped a whole lot too. So I I, I think she she played the game the way she needed to play it and she got she got some two, like two twenty. Yeah, I think it's two. I think it was two twenty four. I think the best thing about all of this is that 
she cultivated an audience. I think that's the key takeaway. Regardless of, you know, you hear so many people talking about money in the music is gone. So she mm-hmm. has a way of still making money, still staying relevant without having to do the song and dance that all these other artists are doing. She she tweeted like 30 minutes ago. She did 228. Nice. Nice. That ain't that bad. bad at all. Sidebar. How do you feel about Kasinek having all these artists coming over and doing the, the streams with them? Makes sense. It's new. That's the thing. It's new media. I know a lot of people were kind of going at, you know, I'm a huge Elliot Wilson fan. I think he's he's a much needed person in the culture. But you hate academics. He did a tweet where he, he did a tweet where he was just like uh hip hop journalism and it showed the picture of like Nicki Minaj at Costanite. Like there's room for every different part of, of hip hop media. Like Costanite is showing us that you can just do that type of streaming stuff mm-hmm. and it still worked. He broke a record. He I, he broke he had over three hundred thousand people tune into that stream. Mm-hmm. Like he broke a fucking record with that. And you know like it's showing a different side of artists where we don't have to get the straightforward interviews anymore. Right. It could just show the human side. I like that. I think that's cool. It's it's room for all of this different stuff. And what we don't what we don't talk about or what a lot of people don't really think think about is there's a lot of people who do hip hop journalism that have burnt so many academics has burned so many bridges with some of these artists. I think Joe sometimes be like, I don't need you. You know, those are two of the main niggas that's just like, well, I don't need no interviews for my shit. Or I don't need y'all. And Ack is just like, well, I'm not begging any of you niggas to, to, to get on my platform and all this other shit. When, in all honesty, you don't have to beg or kiss ass to get people to do your platform. Be a little bit more welcoming when it comes to it. These niggas are like, I'm too big to fail now. Mm. And I get it. But niggas like me who want those types of interviews... Niggas like Elliot Wilson who wants to do that shit on Rap Radar. Like, <laughs> I think a lot of these artists look at what Ak and Joe and these niggas be saying, and it's a lot of times it's it's just like, well, they look at all of us like that. Well, you got people like Tasha K and and being salacious, like they don't people don't even do real hip hop interviews, like real interviews anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do salacious shit. It ain't even about the music no more. It's usually about some bullshit. A lot of while uh, Gilly just had a rant today about apparently they were supposed to do a Drake interview and Drake was like, "I'm going." To, he wants to control every piece of it, and it's only a clip. And I didn't really get a because uh, this shit popped up on YouTube right before we were supposed to record, so I didn't get a chance to like really get into it. Mm-hmm. But apparently he's going off on Drake because Drake wants to control every part of that interview. Mm-hmm. Um. That's been said, though. People know if you do a Drake interview, he's going to want to control every part of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't really have an issue with that. Like, it's my likeness. But at the same time, if you don't want somebody, if you don't want to do that, don't go to somebody else's platform. But it's kind of like most interviews today anyway have the questions already sent to the artist so they know what's coming up and then they approve it before they even go on there. So it's like, I get it. It's a free form podcast. Why would you go on this podcast and not expect them to ask something that you don't want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not cool. So Drake, and see, don't that's go. the thing too. Yeah, I mean that's the thing with me too, man. It's like the artists that I want. I mean, I want to go back to doing interviews, and I need to start doing a lot more independent artists. 
I've always been any interview that I've ever done or I've ever approached anybody about, I've always said, yo, this ain't about the salacious shit. I don't give a fuck about your personal life. It's about the music. It's about where you are on your on your on your journey as far as like music music is concerned. It's more about that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care who you fucking. I don't care about like I don't care who you're dating. Like that doesn't help me with um understanding. I, I'm more of a hip hop head of just like the music, man. Like how 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 we how do we how did you get to this point in your career? What is it about? still making music that keeps you happy what keeps you going shit like yeah. that i like those types of things when it comes to like interviews but the Casanova, i watched the Casanova stream on it's on youtube i didn't watch it live but that shit was cool like Nicki minaj was dancing she was like she was being a lot more human um which that kind of shows a different side and a lot of people don't see that side that's what we time, really so. want you're a real person you're not some mythical creature <laughs> right I did right. think it was funny but, how she asked for something to drink. Like she's just yeah, sunning him and funny. also teaching him a lesson. It's like, how you gonna let this chick come over and it's been ten minutes? You ain't asked if she wants something to drink. Like, come on, bro, right. get on your game. That shit was funny. But, but <laughs> that was that's kind of what you expect from a young dude like that. You don't expect him to have all these manners and things. But he needed that. So I don't think it's. I don't think she was being mean or anything like that. You know, a lot of people feel the type of way about Nikki, but I think he needed that. I thought it was hilarious. Pull him by the ear. <laughs> and it was cool. He met her, she met her uh his family, all that shit. That shit was cool, man. It was just a cool down to earth um thing. Her and Joe's interview is supposed to be coming out pretty soon. Um that's always a good time. Yeah. Um so I mean she's gonna be out doing doing a lot of stuff, but I, I just feel like there's a lot of, it's so much bullshit as far as like y'all niggas, y'all, y'all fucking Hip hop journalists, gatekeeper ass niggas, then let Adam Twenty Two in, and y'all let Bootleg Cab in, and y'all let these these other motherfuckers in, and turn into a shit show. And now it's just like we, I, I literally sat up here and watched what, what was it? Bootleg Cab is interviewing NBA YoungBoy. Oh, like, what the fuck is that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. I, I think I'm being a little racist when I say this. Yeah. But I'm, I don't want these. Bootleg Kev ain't shit. I've seen his interviews. This nigga sucks. My nigga, like, he's terrible. I don't give a fuck what anybody say. I'm like, and I'm probably being a bit of, of, of a fucking narcissist or whatever the fuck. It, I'm like, that should be me. That should be me. Bootleg Kev is a joke. Adam 22 is Jerry Springer. And it's just like, y'all are good with that. But we like Jerry Springer. Y'all are good with that shit. We enjoy Jerry Springer. I think the problem is you don't want the classy thing that you call hip hop infected with the raunchy shit. But that's been the the culture for a while. <laughs> it's been the bottom feeders. Yeah, but I don't think as much as I, I I feel like act is a cancer sometimes, I've watched some of his interviews and he's had like really good in, like the dark interview he had uh not too long ago. I love that shit. That shit was 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 good. It's just sometimes motherfucking act does some dumbass shit and weird shit sometimes. I'm like, chill the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? But that Dirk interview, I really enjoyed it. Like, he does some good interviews. Like, Joe, as much as I complain about Joe Budden, I'm going to, when when that Nicki Minaj interview pops up, I'm going to watch it because he's one of those people that just have great interviews. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, you you can't be great unless you watch people who are great at what they're doing. I continuously watch all these people who do these interviews, and I feel like they're great at what they're doing. And one day that could be me sitting down with a lot of these people doing the same shit. 
So it is what it is. But like Adam Twenty Two, I'm sorry, bro, but this nigga is he ain't even no nigga. This dude is just <laughs> I get you know. He's he's monetized off of our culture for so long on some bullshit, and we and it's like you know sometimes it sometimes gatekeeping is needed, and y'all motherfuckers who are in the higher arcs of shit, y'all don't gatekeep. Y'all niggas let that shit slide. Joe has done his show several Ooh. times, and then try to call him out on that on his bullshit. Nigga, you been on Adam Twenty Two show? What the fuck are you talking Man, about? Fuck all that hustle. Y'all niggas don't never hustle everything. Y'all niggas. Y'all niggas always talk that bullshit when he oh he's exploiting black people or he's exploiting these these, these young rappers. Nigga, you did his show several times. Had him on your show. Don't don't try to play me, dog. Don't try to play me. Why is it cool for me? others to do it, but when a white guy does it, then it's a problem. He doesn't come from hip hop culture. He was a he was a BMX dude. I get that, but, and but no 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 have no, you no, ever no, watched? No, no. Okay, I get that part that he doesn't come from the culture. But why is it a problem that he's eating off of the culture? What is he doing that's harmful? His, his show is basically Jerry Springer. His show is basically, he, instead of him thriving off of asking people about the music side of shit, mm. he thrives off of asking about beefs, escalating beefs. Well, why don't you say something about, why don't you, why don't you throw something out there about like, why you got a problem with him? Why don't you? There's been several rappers who have been on his show to say, yo, man, I don't want to talk about that because that's some real street shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, what's the problem, man? You don't want to... Come on, man. What's the problem? You don't want to say nothing? He pushes the issue of violence and people killing each other. Mm-hmm. These niggas have... There's some real street niggas shit that's going on and he still pushes that shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like that's cool. And and it's just like, he don't give a fuck about these artists for real. He knows what's going to bring... Again, He's doing it for he the knows, numbers. And, yeah. and, and the reason I'm pushing you to get more clarification, I don't know that. And I'm sure the listeners don't know that. We don't listen to them. We listen to you. So we want your opinion to be valid in this situation. So you got to be a little bit more honest and open about why you don't like the dude. That's all. That nigga is pushing street shit and niggas shooting each other. That's what he's pushing. And then, yeah, fuck him. And people eat that shit up. Right. And it's just like... He's exploiting niggas. Like, do you really feel like well, I know Crip Mac has been on his show several times? And he I'm exploits like, Crip Mac Crip to Mac death. <laughs> five, five, Crip. He exploits that man. But Crip Mac is fucking hilarious. He going to jail I now. Know, I know. I seen. Where's Adam Twenty Two now? Finding the next Crip Mac. Right. It's it's terrible, so, so, bro. Wait, like. Wait, I guess what I'm saying is, what's really the problem? If it's Adam exposing or giving light to the the situation or the bullshit that is Crip Mac, or is it Crip Mac for going on Adam's show with all the bullshit and ties that he already has that's problematic? Come on, bro. You know Crip Mac ain't all the way there. (laughs) You know, come on, bro. Don't do that. You mean the dude with the Crip Mac ain't all the way there, bro. Five tattooed on his head is not all the way there. (laughs) Okay. Crip Mac ain't all the way there, and I think that was Adam seeing a uh uh he was seeing a situation that he could take advantage of and exploiting that dude. Crip Mac is brilliant, bro. He he the way he talks, you got to be a genius to to slip in them fives and them C's <laughs> everywhere. You five me? Come on, man. Nah, I fuck with it. He just it's a culture. It's it's like a train wreck. Everybody loves to watch it, but it's horrible when it happens. 
Speaking of yeah. train wrecks, because I mentioned her earlier, Cardi B and Offset. Did you see the stream? Did you hear the situations? Yeah. So people, I talked about it on Thursday. People are saying that Offset has cheated once again on Cardi B. This time, Blueface is the one who comes out saying, well, yeah, I got the proof right here. You, you was messing with Krishan Rock. And Krishan comes out and she's like, I ain't do that shit. Offset is like, come on, bro. What are you doing? And uh, Cardi went to uh, Instagram and she had a nice little rant talking about niggas be playing in her face and she done helped him out all these times and, and now this is do, how you gonna treat me and I have to go to t- quit Twitter to talk about this and you think you something because of your album. I was just like, how do you feel about this situation, first of all? I hope he didn't. <laughs> like, Krishan's on the special. She's gutter trash, bro. There. No, fuck that. It's here right now. She is trash. You got a woman at home like Cardi B and you want to fuck a street rat like Krishan? You think he... I don't think he I hope him, he bro. didn't fuck Why would you I don't fuck think he, nah, You from Atlanta. You've seen all these women. There's nothing appealing about this woman. Why would you risk it? Why would you do it? You are such exactly. a dumbass if you did that. Exactly. Exactly. I'm hoping that he 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 didn't fuck. But so, but what the thing the thing that got me, I was I was kind of like mm, I don't know, but then I started was like okay, I feel like it might be an album stunt early on. I was like oh maybe this is just a rollout type thing. It's just going. But then in the live she said these niggas keep playing in my face. When she said that line, I was like oh no nah, that nigga did that shit. <laughs> she is done. Yeah. Her voice cracking. Yeah. You can't act like that. This is real emotion. This is real hurt. This is pain. I have a question. All right. Did Blueface hate? Yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Did Blueface hate? <laughs> I gotta add. Hey, what we doing? Come I'm on, this last hate. show again. This, this, this the window. I'm jumping out. <laughs> Blueface is a hater. Damn, what what song does Blueface have that you know about? Tatiana is that even his song? Yeah. Okay. That was Cardi did the that was Cardi did the remix. That was maybe like six years ago, right? Probably so. What else he got? All I know he got. He, he got he them. Soldier Boy. You going hey. at Soldier Boy? Yeah. They've been going back and forth I, all day. I, come on, man. Soldier Boy gonna do this. We know Soldier Boy he gonna said, do this. He said he could beat Soldier Boy in the verses. Soldier was then like, the I'll so well, he just said he said, "Hey, soldier, I fucked your baby mama too, by the way. Ask her." And he put a picture of her pussy up. So what the fuck? That nigga Blueface don't care. See, niggas like that, you do have to put in the dirt. All right. I mean, oh, it, it, hold on. This is this is a man violation. There, there is some things that. As a man, you shouldn't cross that line. And when you cross that line, we can take it wherever else we need to take it. When you say something about my family or my woman, that's crossing the line. Tread lightly. You can say whatever you want to say about me. You call me a pussy ass, all this bullshit. Whatever you want to call me. But you say something about my family or my girl crossing the line. Soldier got to throw hands. Well, he posted up her pussy, so. Damn. I don't know what it. I don't know where where this is going. How did she? Wack one hundred, Wack one hundred popped up. And was like, you don't want it with, you don't want it with Blueface, man. He'll knock your ass out, man. You might want to chill out. 
Keep it on I, music. I'm one thousand percent backing Soldier Boy on this one. I will fight. So I will fight for Soldier. Let me do it. I, I don't care. You, I will do that shit. They say Soldier don't know nothing about the hood no more. <laughs> do it. All right. They ain't heard the story. Soldier Boy shot him in the ass. I shot him in the ass. Come on, man. <laughs> this isn't this we're joking about it. It's it's real world implications, but Blueface is struggling. He is trying to cling on to relevance at this point. No, he ain't. He got a whole he got a whole uh, I seen the shit. Reality show about the drug. It, nigga, it's on Zeus. <laughs> Enough said. Niggas making money off Zeus. But it's, it, nah, nah, Zeus is the Adam 22 of reality TV shows. Uh, niggas making a bag, my nigga. Oh, so, oh wait, wait, really wait. A bag. So is it okay for Zeus to do the Adam 22 shit? I'm not, no, I'm not saying it's okay. What I'm saying, you sitting up here like, it's on Zeus. And I'm like, don't do that because niggas is really making a bag off of but Zeus. But it's on Zeus. <laughs> but it's... He's, so if I made a bag on Adam 22, is it okay? No, I... You're, you're confusing what I'm saying. I'm not saying any of this shit is okay. All I'm saying is you're like, oh, it's on Zeus. And I'm like, no, bro. Like, people make money. All I'm saying is people are making money off of Zeus. I'm not okaying any of the activity. I'm just saying don't downplay Zeus because people make money on Zeus. And what I'm saying That's by that I'm saying. same stance, if you can't downplay Zeus because people are making money, people keep going to Adam 22 for a reason. I'm guessing they're making money or getting something out of that. Nah, ain't nobody getting enough of Adam. Then why they keep going? No bag off him. He's go, he wanted the bigger platforms. You get exposure on there. That's making money. Okay. Tomato, tomato. Speaking of that, let me. While we on the music shit, we done with the Cardi shit. Yeah, I'm done with it. Cardi, hey. Put it in your album, girl. Nah, 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 nah. Yes, yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. When you're hurt, that's when you make some of the best music. She gonna make some really good music. I agree with you, but at this point, for somebody to keep doing the same bullshit, she need to leave this dude and just be done with it. Oh yeah, lead it, nigga. Yeah. But put the hurt in the music. Put the hurt in. Speaking of that, just want to let y'all know, you need to go pick up that new big crit. That four pack, that po- that four pack, some serious. Okay. So if you don't know, Big Crit, I gotta put this out here. Big Crit dropped. Regardless, uh, regardless, it's, regardless, it's still timeless. Little four pack, little something light, little something light. He produced all of it. He even put my subs on there. Did you not like it? I want you to get out how you feel about it first before I say anything. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the four songs. I thought it was good. I like that he produced He produced the tracks. I'm bringing it up because, um, and this is just <laughs> some other shit, but I had an opportunity to get it um, early. So Crit went through this... Um, he went through this uh, this uh, site called Even for Independent Artists. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he went through. Uh, you can get it early. Do a pay what you want. They don't do anything under five dollars, but it's still a pay what you want. Right. I know that sounds crazy, but that's why it works. But 
he actually, um, I had a chance to get it early. I forgot I was even a part of 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 even. E, uh, I was a part of even. Um, check out the website. It's called backstayeven.biz. Uh, Coast Contra actually released their uh, new EP through there too. Like a lot of, I start I, when even started. I actually signed up to it a while ago. They only had like two artists. They got a ton of artists on there right now that are doing uh, releasing through them, which I think is a great plan. The artists get the money. Uh, it's a direct to consumer situation. I could have got the big creep. I could have got this early, um, and I, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" So I'm just saying that to say I'm glad Creed is doing what he's doing. He's getting back to his independent grind. I like that Creed has put this four pack together. I enjoyed the four songs. It was supposed to be three on Twitter. He said he added one of them songs last minute, and I thought that was dope as fuck too. But I enjoyed the four pack. I love my subs. I just I like when Crit produces his own shit and it sounds like this and I I fuck with it. But I also enjoyed the fact that he actually did it independently, pay what you want situation. I don't think it's on even anymore. No, um, I listen to it on YouTube music. But he actually was selling it and you could actually you could have had purchased it first before it went to streaming. Right. And you could have just paid what you want for it. And I was like, oh shit, like I need to get back on on even again and start um, supporting these artists because Coast Contra came out and I could have got that early and I didn't so I'm back on my <laughs> I'm back on that type shit but I enjoyed the album or the the EP the four pack I thought it was good. What do you think Big Crit's trying to do with this four pack? Like, what's his plan? His goal with this? Probably purpose for a new album. That's, I hope that's that's kind of what I was feeling. I, I think he put this out as a taste tester. A filler to see what people were really liking. I saw on Instagram he posted a post saying like, "What's your favorite song on on Timeless?" And um, when I listened to it, man, I, I was like, "Oh, new new Big Crit." I've been looking for this. I was wondering where it is, and I started going through it, and it, it's like each song is so distinct. It's like a Crit from a different era of all of his projects. It's like a snapshot of every one of his albums, like right there, and. When I got to the the Catalactica version of the song, it's the one that had two songs merged together. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is the crit, the switch. yeah. This is the crit that I really like. This is what I want." But then I was like, "Okay." At the beginning, the first track was like early crit, where he was doing like the hard hitting bass, like Trump shit. But then it like Trump knocking songs, not Trump the, mm-hmm. the political person. And uh, and so I was like, "Okay, yeah, he's trying to get back to his roots." But then it's like. Nah, he's just trying to figure out what the audience wants so he can move towards that. Because people like me, we complain every time he releases an album and it's like, it's not what I want. It's not exactly what I want. But now it's like, he don't even know what he want to produce. So I, I, I did enjoy it, but it left me feeling a little confused about what Crit is trying to do next. And I guess that's mm-hmm. not really fair for me to like judge this project based on that. But the songs that I clearly could tell could have been left off of these albums and he just redid it and just put it back out. They were good songs, but mm-hmm. putting the sub on there, that was good. But it didn't knock. I played it in the car and I was like, this shit ain't knocking like I wanted to knock. But I don't know. It's a bit crit. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I listened to more. Yeah. So. Hopefully he'll do the album the same way he did this this four pack with uh with even uh, so hopefully I can because I was like damn I could have bought this shit early 
Cause that's the that's the that's the I guess the hook or the yeah that's the bait. It's like yo, you can actually get this early, buy it early, pay what you want, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about going through the uh, going through the big labels, the streamers, yeah. and you're actually supporting the artist. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I'm trying to do, or what what I'm a part of, or what I try to champion is making sure that these artists get paid exactly what they need to get paid instead of going through the streamers. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I love Big Crit. I think he's still good, you know, still good rapper. Still puts out quality music when he when he's producing his own shit or when he's with uh what was it, Full Court Press, that album. I think he he, you know, still got it. Coast Contra, I didn't even know they was dropping. And uh they dropped they dropped this past this weekend and I was like, Yeah, that's that that that's that is they're basically descendants of like the far side. If you like Hip hop, but from the West Coast, Coast Contra is who you want to fuck with. I, I I I love what they put out. Them niggas aren't they are rapping. They're bar. They're barring it up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Them niggas out of L.A. and they are they're doing hip hop in a West Coast style. I think two of those niggas are from Philly, if I'm not mistaken, too. But check out Coast Contra. That's all I gotta say. They was the ones that did. They went viral for that. That group scenario, and I'm just talking to like the people, yeah, who who's sitting at the table, and they was doing a little, they was uh, rapping. That was them. So Coast Contra, check them out. They got an EP out right now. All right, bro, you ready to get into the rundown? Down, down, down. No, I got one more thing to ask. Right, you. Shit. <laughs> one more thing. And this is more in your in your wheelhouse. This is you're the you're the type uh, of guy that I have to ask these questions. I already know what it's about. What is it? Alex Jones? No. Oh, okay. Hell no. Right. Fuck that nigga. Did you see? <laughs> I want to hear your opinion too. Did you see the video of Michael B. Jordan crashing out in his Ferrari? I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I, wanna... <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't wait to ask so good about this shit. He was racing another Ferrari. For those who, okay, let me set it up. For those who didn't see the video, for those who don't know, a week ago, Michael B. Jordan crashed his Ferrari. People were speculating what was going on, how it happened, so on and so forth. I think he hurt his leg in the whole situation. So this week, the video came out, and he was actually racing another Ferrari, and clearly he don't know how to race. <laughs> Is it fair to say he was racing when the race didn't really start? <laughs> like... What happened was, I'm sure he turned off traction control or something. Actually, I don't know. I'm I'm not. I'm just gonna speculate. It looked like he lost control of the car, or either somebody in the car with him snatched the steering wheel because as he was by himself, as he was going, don't do that. Why not? He was by himself. You, he wasn't with nobody. He was by himself. Ain't nobody snatched shit. Don't shoot him no bail, dog. Now. I don't understand what you what you worried about. <laughs> it looked like somebody snatched the steering wheel because the car dramatically turned to the right and hit them cars over there. What it sounds like or what it looks like is when he went down, he hit the pedal and the car was not getting traction. And once it finally did, it said shirt <laughs> and crashed into the car on the side of the road. Um, Michael, man, you worth way too much money. <laughs> You worth way too much money to be street racing. And I feel you, bro. You 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 out here in these streets, you in the mean streets in New York with a Ferrari. Was that New York? It looked like New York. 
Uh, it probably he's was. in the streets. It don't matter. He was in his Ferrari and his homeboy or whoever had a Ferrari. He's like, shit, my Ferrari can go fast too. <laughs> but it just looked like that scene in, in, in Fast and the Furious where it's like, yeah, it can go this, 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 this fast. And it's like, oh, so you read the brochure. It's like, bro, you don't know how to drive, man. You got to keep that shit straight. Now, oh, the last time a celebrity <laughs> crashed a car like that was was Eddie. Ja Rule in, uh, in uh, Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, that was the Fast and Furious one, I believe. Yeah. Uh, damn. I wonder if he said that when he cried, Monica. Yeah. Uh, that's what he said in the. In the oh, you think that's what Michael said? Michael B. Johnson. It probably was a. Never mind. Uh, so. Damn, I lost my. Oh, Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin was the last star that I remember crashed a really expensive car. Wasn't that Eddie Griffin? He crashed that Ferrari. Wasn't it a Ferrari? Mm-hmm. Cause he he was joking. It's like shit. They can make another Ferrari, but they can never make another Eddie Griffin. Right. And uh, Monica. I just wanted your critique on Michael B. Jordan's racing ability yeah. because you tend to drive fast sometimes. <laughs> Eddie Griffin totaled out a one point two million dollar Ferrari Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I drive responsibly, sir. <laughs> As a man who's in the process of getting a CDL, them days is over. <laughs> my, well, livelihood, I got you. I got you. my livelihood is on the line with it. But uh, anytime I need to do some spirited driving, yeah, I try to make sure that I have full control. And switching off that traction control probably is where he messed up. But who knows? I ain't got no Ferrari. Well, I just wanted you to... <laughs> Just wanted you to critique his driving, man. Uh, you tend to. It was to, no driving. It was. No, Lori Harvey. Bruh. Ah! So, so I see. I think this is this is a valid joke. So I, I have uh, a, some people that I send stories to to get their their response before I I vet them and the stories before I bring it to the show, right? So I sent it to one of my contributors, and there was like, uh, we had a debate about uh, what's the dude's name, uh, Jonathan Majors, and the actual definition of what he meant when he said Coretta Scott King and <laughs> Michelle Obama. And so I sent this to him, and they was like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I still support him. This is my dude, and I, I care about him. I don't care if he crashed his car. And I was like, dang, I like how you supported him. You supported him kind of like Coretta Scott King and Michelle Obama. With that being mm. said, would you like to get into the rundown? Uh, I don't see why not. Let's do it. It is time for the one and only. Jackson on the left. Shogun is on the right. Cole Jackson, what is the rundown? The rundown is where we run away from these crazy streets and we try to run down alleys and we try to prove our innocence to everyone in court. And we also have a nice little crowd with our woman. Mm. Mm. Well, the the news is that they cried together. Him and uh, Megan Good cried (laughs) in the trial together. I like this nigga really tried to get away from this shit. That was a good one. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so let's go ahead and get it out the way. 
like Michael, <laughs> like Michael, like Jonathan was trying to do, get away. Um, so the update on uh, <laughs> Jonathan Majors this week is. That's probably me. She's a train. <laughs> I was like, they coming to get you? <laughs> but the train is like miles away. But it's so loud that you can hear that sound it. sound like so, that crit song. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. I got my information off of Twitter. And hey, 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 hey. Don't, that crazy place? Don't, don't do that. You still on Twitter. I'm still on Twitter. We love Twitter. I'm looking at Twitter right now. That's how we stay abreast of everything here on the Government Name Podcast. Well, listen to my nigga on Twitter. This morning, we have new evidence from the trial of actor Jonathan Majors. Majors has pleaded not guilty to assault and harassment charges. National correspondent Jerika Duncan shows us videos and voice recordings at the center of the case. I'm a great man. A great man. I am doing great things. Not just for me, but for my for my culture. That is actually the position I'm in. In this audio clip from September of 2022, 34-year-old Jonathan Majors is heard accusing his ex-girlfriend Grace Jabari of being drunk and telling her who she needed to model herself after. Grace has to be in a certain mindset to support Coretta Scott King. Do you know who that is? That's Martin Luther King's wife. Michelle Obama. Barack Obama's wife. Jabari testified she recorded the audio months before the altercation at the center of Major's New York assault trial. The audio, along with several pieces of evidence released Wednesday, includes surveillance video from the night of the alleged assault last March. Jabari testified in court that the argument began inside an SUV when she saw a text from another woman on Major's phone and grabbed it from his hand. Video appears to show Majors trying to push Jabari back into their parked SUV in an effort to leave. Majors begins running away. Jabari is seen chasing him. The next morning, Majors returned home and called police. Concerned Jabari may have harmed herself. She's my ex-partner. Broke up. I came back. She she sent me text messages uh, insinuating this much. um, I stayed in a hotel last night and home this morning. This police body camera shows officers as they encounter Jabari. She's on the floor and appears to be distraught. Police take pictures of a cut on the back of her ear and bruised finger. Jabari later leaves the apartment and is taken to the hospital by police. Majors is arrested and later charged with assault. For CBS Mornings, I'm Jerika Duncan. That is the most clearest and concise telling of the timeline of events I've heard thus far. Now, the one thing that stays consistent is there was a fight. It happened in an Uber or some kind of driving car. There, the phone text message, and Jonathan Majors (laughs) calling the police. Everything in between has a different stint or a different sliding of how they tell the events. ABC, <laughs> clearly a Disney property, is trying to fight for this man's freedom. So they gave him a, a clean bill of health. I got an article from Peoples, and as I was reading it, they was like, yeah, Majors grabbed her hand and twisted it, and that's how her fingers was all mangled up, and banged her head, and hit her in the back of the head, and tossed her into the car, and ran off, scared away. And as we, see, mongrel. as we see, as we see, 
That's a DC character. As we see, <laughs> as, as we as we see in the video, I, I'm, I'm gonna ask you first. What do you see? What do you think we see in this video? Tell me about my lying eyes. What happened? What do you see? I see a nigga that's innocent. <laughs> I see a nigga that's innocent as fuck. Free that man. Free that man. <laughs> What do you mean innocent? Case closed. What do you mean innocent? Case closed. To me. That man ran for his fucking career and his life. That man was like, I got to be Kang. I'm not letting this motherfucker stop this Disney check for shit. And he did Bruh. anything that a, rip, that a nigga who want to keep his money would do. He ran. Yeah. If it was me and if I was Kang, if I knew I was getting Disney checks... I would have been faster than him. I would have been like, nigga, you could. <laughs> Boy, he he juked her a few times, bro. <laughs> this thing was, nigga, oh. she snatched the phone from her. And he was like, come on, man. I just need to go. I got to go. I got to go. Put her in the car, took the phone, and ran. Boy, bonked out. And then she chased. The only, the only problem I have with that video is he didn't do enough juke moves. <laughs> That was the problem. He, I would have, I mean, ooh, I would have. She ooh. is faster than I thought she would be, but he had a good little distance in between. Like, there was a gap. <laughs> no, man, he was supposed to. He was, but he, he had to do all that. He got his phone. <laughs> he, At that moment, when they were arguing, he knew this is over with. I am busted. <laughs> I am caught. The only thing I can do is get the fuck away. <laughs> Run. Run. I see an innocent man. That's what I, I got. I got to say, I'm, I apologize again, because I said last week, I was like, he probably did it. But, you know, I, I, I was shooting him bail. I was like, yeah, we don't understand the meaning. And then I was like, hey, what does this have to do with the case? Because this is stuff that you're talking about from months ago. I mean, the video is irrefutable evidence that what we thought happened happened, but just not in the way we thought it happened. Dude. <laughs> If you was a, if you was, if you were a juror, and you seen that video, which way are you going, Shogun? I'm gonna say, how can you say that you're in danger or fearful of a person when you're chasing them down the street, and the whole case just tumbles? <laughs> uh, so if that wasn't enough proof to prove that this black king didn't do anything wrong. Well, he, he actually he did a lot of things wrong, but he's not do he didn't do something that should land him in in jail or be canceled. His uh, private driver took the witness stand in the Jonathan Majors domestic violence late trial. Late ass nigga, <laughs> why you call him late? He's right on time. I, I mean, yeah, he but said five minutes to pick this could have been avoided if he would have just if he would have popped up and was like, "Hey, he didn't do no, none of this." No, no, the police lied. The police lied on him and arrested him for him calling the police. <laughs> like, what? They said, no, she's laying on the floor. Look at this cut. Look at the finger. Something happened. I mean, look at Jonathan Majors. He look, he unscathed in this situation. He looking good. He got a but nice, I mean, fresh, nah, new white I mean, shirt. He got some new I mean, bitches on his phone. Come on, man. Let's be honest. Right. Let's be honest here. Jonathan Majors do look like he'll rough a motherfucker up. Come he on. did. <laughs> what are you talking about? We seen it on video. He snatched that girl up and threw her in the car. He was done with it. He didn't snatch. No, no. See, see, you part of the problem. I seen it. He, <laughs> he, he lifted her up gently and he politely put her back in her spot. Hey, calm down. 
Here you go. He, I don't know what you seen. I seen a man picking her up and saying, here you go. Get back in the car. And then he runs away. Cole Jackson, you're a pretty stout guy. You ever been in a situation where you needed to pick up a woman? Huh? You ever been in a situation where you needed to pick up <laughs> a woman? I have. Huh? And usually in those situations, <laughs> it's because she's no longer listening to what you're saying. And you're trying to get this situation under control. Mm. That's what he did. He picked her up, put her back in the car for her own health and benefits, and he left the situation. He left the relationship. Okay. She was the metaphorical relationship being placed back into the vehicle. <laughs> on the shelf. <laughs> I have put this shit back on the shelf. <laughs> I don't even want this no more. <laughs> I don't want Please, this sir, no can more. you return this back home? I forgot my receipt. Like, somebody call Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Get this shit is this still under warranty? <laughs> Clearly, it's not, because it kept coming mm. back. Chase the bitch. That motherfucker was like Michael Myers. That that should have been like the song you like, put on the video. <laughs> All right, you were doing the challenge, doing the Michael. I don't know if you remember the Michael Myers challenge, but. The driver of the issue, she was relentless. She was like, "You're not. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna leave me. I love you." So, again, this is this is what they've been trying to do, or her side of the case has been trying to do. They've been trying to paint him as the bad guy in this whole situation, which mm. he is wrong. He cheated on her, or he was talking to somebody else. That could be emotional cheating. It could be physically cheating. We don't really know. That's not under investigation, and that's not on this trial. What they said that he did was domestic violence. And in this whole situation, we've seen it. He picked her up. He put her in the car. Did she hit her head on the door frame? Probably so. But have you ever tried to pick somebody up? I didn't see that. I didn't see her head violently rock, but I did see her head brush across the door frame. See, you see too much. See, that's your problem. Nah, I see too much. You ain't much. supposed to see that. <laughs> you trying to say you you need you got to save this man. You know what? We, we were Everything not supposed to see him. this. This is a private situation that has become public, and since he's a public figure, unfortunately, he's always got eyes on him. So we gonna see everything. And speaking of somebody who didn't see nothing was the driver. His driver is a Ugandan man who said that he didn't see nothing. He kept his head straight on the road, but he did hear a lot. And from the commotion that he heard in the back, it sounded like the woman was causing most of the majority of the situation. He said she was hitting him and he didn't see Jonathan <clears throat> put hands on her. He did see Jonathan pick her up and put her in the car, but that was all. He didn't see if any hands were thrown or anything like that, but he heard a lot of commotions, maybe scuffling happening. And how long has this Ugandan been in America? It, that's it, what it I don't matter. That has, yes, it has no irrelevance. Yeah, it Why? It does. They had an interpreter. Because he might not have his, he might not be fully a citizen yet. So maybe that he, don't matter. He, they had an interpreter. Yes, it do. Why does it matter? Because if he said the wrong shit, he getting deported. What the fuck do you mean? Well, what's the wrong shit? He, well, matter who side he go against. Well, it sounds like he with Jonathan Majors on this. <laughs> the man who hired him to Good drive job. the car is the man. Disney, Disney, Disney won't send you back. Disney the dollars won't send you back to Uganda. So, what, what he did have an interpreter, and they was like, "Yeah, this is what they gonna say in court." <laughs> Played that card. Now he did say that she seemed like a psycho woman, and the man kept trying to get away. So he was insinuating that. The guy who was there was trying to leave the situation. He told the lady to get in the car multiple times and she would not listen. Mm -mm. And he just said that she seemed like a psycho person. So 
from all the circumstantial evidence that we have, I think it's a safe case to say that Jonathan Majors is innocent of being a domestic violence abuser. But he is a terrible boyfriend. Yeah. How he terrible? He ran from from trouble. Oh, no, no. He ran from trouble, but he started the trouble when the text message popped up. Cut your damn notifications off, nigga. Ah, I'm Kane. You think he, he, he did that on purpose? He was like, shit, I'm trying to get rid of this she bitch She had anyway. no business looking. She ain't had no business looking. Her eyes, her eyes should have been going forward just like the Ugandan and Drive. Oh, Jackson. I, she I, had no business I looking wish, over here. This ain't no shit. See, this is that honesty thing that I'm talking about. <laughs> you gonna sit there and act like <laughs> you ain't never seen a, a woman look at the text message or a message or a notification that popped on your phone, even if it didn't mean nothing. <clears throat> All I'm saying is that ain't what she was supposed to do. But she's supposed to be like the Ugandan driver, look forward. That's all I'm she saying. She was looking forward to the future that was in that car with her. And unfortunately, she had an accident in that car that derailed her from my the future that checks. she was trying to have. <laughs> Can't have my cane checks at all. <laughs> Run away, love. <laughs> he loved it. <laughs> Check out my video that I made, y'all. I made a video. It's on Instagram. I put... <laughs> I put I put the video to Kanye West Runaway. I was about to play it, but then I and was like, oh yeah, that's Kanye West. We can't play that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we can't play that. But it's on it's on Instagram. You can check my Instagram out at Cole Jackson underscore BYK. All right. What you got for us? Jonathan Major. Free Jonathan Majors. The man is innocent and he has a black woman. I think he's good for the black people again. You know what? I, I think you have a valid case. That that is, he is free and he has a black woman supporting her. So the people love him. Do you think he continues to act for Disney? Yeah, he innocent. <laughs> I mean, he literally ran away from the problem. Uh, I was about to wrap this up, but I do have the actual audio of the phone call. The way that the ABC article that I played portrayed what he was saying was not what he was actually saying. He was... Not trying to insinuate that she needs to act like them. He was saying, you need to support me. Kind of like what I was saying last week. So, but whatever. Bro, that video is all I need to exonerate him. <laughs> that man running. That man ran a few blocks. <laughs> when you got your head up running like this, you were trying to go. He, <laughs> <laughs> Think about it like this. He's a black man that was running away from something that wasn't the police. Oh, it wasn't and her. Then he called the police. He, he was not afraid of her. He was afraid of what he might do to her and what might be perceived that he did to her. Right. So he was like, nah. I but that's what go. I'm saying. I gotta go. He ran away from it, and then he called a black man ran away from it and called the police. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be innocent. There's some jokes in there somewhere. Hey, wait a minute. A black man <laughs> ran away and called the police. Something wrong here. <laughs> Something wrong. <laughs> Dead giveaway. <laughs> Dead giveaway. <laughs> Somebody get us all mysteries on the case right here. When I see that pretty white girl run to a black man's arm, something wrong. Dead giveaway. Something wrong. <sighs> hey, speaking of, okay. Lovecraft Country is on Tubi. I suggest people go watch that because that shit is great. Hey, please. Tubi about to get all the fucking uh, the DC movies too. Damn, DC setting them out. They was on Netflix. Now they on Tubi. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They got to make up for that loss. Speaking of losses, a former Facebook diversity program manager pled guilty to scamming the social media giant out of more than 
four million dollars. He mad too, and she black. Um, <laughs> through a scheme in which she faked business deals in exchange for kickbacks. <laughs> Barbara, <laughs> I can't make this name up. Barbara Furlow Smiles is her name. Uh, she served as the lead strategist and global head of employee resources. Nah. Group and diversity engagement at Facebook. They created that position just for this black queen. I love it. Just for her. She used the stolen funds to live an extravagant lifestyle that spanned from California all the way to Georgia. Mm. She had to go see her relatives in Atlanta. Come on. From approximately January 2017 to September 2021, Furlough Smiles led diversity, equity, and inclusion. Everybody has a DEI. At, if you have a job, everybody has a DEI at their at their a DEI program at their job. Mm. She led it at Facebook and was responsible for developing and executing DEI incentives and mm-hmm. in, I mean initiatives, operations, and engagement programs. The feds, the feds said Furlough Smile, who had access to the company's credit card <laughs> and the ability to ap- approve invoice approve invoices as part of her role at the company. Quote, caused Facebook to pay numerous individuals, including her friends and relatives, for good and services that never were provided to the company. Mm. God damn, Zuckerberg, man, gets fucked. Uh, those, alleg- those allegedly recruited to participate in the kickback scheme included some of her, uh, some of her former interns and her, quote, unquote, university tutor. Damn. Her hairstylist was a part of this. Her babysitters was a part of this. And her nannies. Was a part of this. Uh, it is unclear if any of fur- if any of uh, Furlow Smiles' associates are being uh, charged in the connection with the case. Uh, the New York Post reached out to uh, DOJ for further uh, co- uh, comments. She also <laughs> she also misled Facebook into sending money to entities that did not provide kickbacks, including nearly ten thousand dollars to an artist who created specific portraits and more than eighteen thousand dollars to an unnamed preschool. Jesus, she was hitting everything. To avoid scrutiny, Furlow Smiles would submit fake expense report claiming that the individuals were vendors at Facebook events and would help with marketing to provide merchandise. Uh, Furlough Smile said, quote, no, Furlough Smile, quote, abused a position of trust as a global diversity uh, executive for Facebook to defraud the company of millions of dollars, ignoring the insidious consequences of undermining the importance of having a DEI, uh, a DEI on in the company. There we go. I can't read today. She was quote motivated by greed. She used she used the, she used her time to orchestrate and uh, elaborate a criminal scheme in which fraudulent vendors paid her kickbacks in cash. She even involved relatives, friends, and other associates in her crimes to fund a lavish lifestyle through fraud rather than hard and earned honest work. This is what a uh, special agent Carrie Farley said. Shogun, is this? And hashtag hustle everything. Oh, yes, it is. You know it is. You use your position to get more. Now, something I was I've been trying to figure out because I had this story as well. How did she get caught? That's always the key thing. They never explain that in these situations. <laughs> they never explained it. Well, I got this from the New York Post and they didn't put it either. Well, BET.com says <laughs> You know they got the scoop. 
They like we we need you to check out DI or DI or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so what she did was she linked her Facebook credit cards to PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App accounts to pay her friends, family, and members associates. So I'm guessing they finally just looked at the transactions and it's like, these ain't them businesses. Why is this money going to these people? And they was like, oh, yeah, we got you. Come on out. We got you. I love it. I love it. I love the fact that they made a diversity position just for this woman. And she diversified her income. (laughs) She said, y'all going to do what? She said, girl, you ain't going to believe it. These motherfuckers gave me all this money. She said, I got the company credit card. Girl, then when you working at Macy's last week? She was like, I know, but I work for Facebook, Lie man. On your resume. Just keep lying. That's you want to be my babysitter? Hey, I'll pay you 18000 You think I give a damn about Facebook? They they sold all my information. <laughs> so I'm going to use them. Okay. Don't they got a headset coming out? They'll be all right. Oh, my God. So, this is... Four million dollars, and she was a part of the fucking diversity. I wish she could have got was fired. The diversity I wish team. she could have got fired. <laughs> she was she was responsible for inclusion. She did, and that's and the best part about her whole scheme. She included everybody. She included the nannies, <laughs> the hairdressers. Like, come on, keeping your hairdresser on the payroll. She ain't never got no appointments or nothing. She said, "When you ready? I'm ready right now. What you got? So I got a four million dollars. Where you at? <laughs> Pull up." <laughs> That damn, that's amazing. I, I love it. That should be celebrated. That she ain't leave her folks behind. She hired nannies. You know them nannies had to take care of them kids. They like shit. Hey, I give you. She hired babysitters and nannies. Both. <laughs> what the fuck was she doing? <laughs> she said, "I got to keep this money coming in. <laughs> Watch these kids. I'm gone." <laughs> what a husband do? I think probably be white. These she had to be married to a white I'm man. I'm finna find out. Um. But she got a hyphenated name. That's the so, problem. Hmm. That's the problem, man. Like, honestly, we get too extravagant when we got this good hustle going. Nope. Come on, I I ain't saying I'm saying I'm cool with the money that she got. She got four million out the deal. I feel you. But all of the shit she was spending that shit on, like, was a bit too extravagant. She was doing the most. I work for Facebook. To get these deals, I gotta keep up appearances, and <laughs> and I should probably send. You try to get people to you. You try to get minorities to work for Facebook, right there. You try to make sure everything is as fair down the line. Come on, come on. What? What's the problem? I'm just saying, if you're a diversity, if you're if you're a person who is over diversity, inclusion, and, and equal equality. You can't be doing that much. You, want, you gotta turn it down just a little bit. You wanna see your husband? He white as the driven snow, I'm sure. That's him. Oh, that nigga gay. <laughs> I see exactly what I see exactly where that came from. I love all these. That was she was spending her money on. Her beard. His beard. Man. I ain't read the whole article, but I was just trying to find out what the man looked like. That nigga named Ernest? You can't be gay with a name like Ernest. He will. He he played for both teams with that coat on. Well, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> that jacket. I got a jacket like that. Oh, wait a minute. 
You know? No. Okay. You, my, you, you ain't got no jacket yeah, like okay. that. You check my jacket. Everything's straight in my files. Ernest, hopefully uh, you'll go do your conjugals. All right. Um, I just need a second to let that breathe. So this is an ongoing situation that's happening right now. And I, I, I think we should talk about it or at least talk about the uh, insinuation of what this means. We already know Hollywood was a nasty, nasty or is a nasty place. But uh, did you hear about Christian Keys? Oh, damn. So Christian, he got Terry Crews. <laughs> that nigga got Terry Crews. I'm trying not man. to laugh. Damn. So I'm just gonna read what he said. He said uh, he's accusing <laughs> a billionaire producer, and people are trying to put two and two together to figure out who he's talking about. But this billionaire producer, this billionaire producer <laughs> was uh, inviting him over to stay at his luxury mansion, and when he was sleeping over at this luxury mansion to be in that producer would creep into his bed and try to grab things that didn't belong to him. This also this being that producer invited him over to an apartment and tried to do the same thing there. And uh, Christian keys is out there saying that he, he's, he's, he's scared because you know, he's got to get out there on the record early because he feels like he might be blackballed because he wouldn't play these reindeer games. Uh, why do you say it's it could be one of the multiple <laughs> it could be one of the multiple billionaire producers in Atlanta with a whole compound that's out there in Atlanta you know Atlanta is where the players play and they ride through these things like every day you're right you're right I should be ashamed of my bad Cole no, Jackson no no you a good why Cole why would I Jackson? ever think that the nigga that why would I ever think that the nigga that he worked for wouldn't try him? You're right. I'm just accusing on some bullshit. Why would I? Why would I accuse the nigga who got famous off of wearing a dress and a wig and got his billions of dollars that way? Why would Why would he be the suspect? Or why would he? Why wait, 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 would the guy say, would who he produces, be suspect or the suspect? I, I didn't hear you. The suspect. Oh, okay. <laughs> why would? <laughs> Why would the guy who consistently made sure that light-skinned brothers were the heroes and the dark-skinned brothers were the villains in his movie, why would I suspect him? You're right. I should be ashamed of myself. I should never think that way. It could be some random white man in Atlanta that was doing... This is in Atlanta, right? You remember when the Boondocks did an episode on... You answer my question real quick. I believe it is it's in, Atlanta, in Atlanta, right? Yes, I would, I would assume so. You remember... And Atlanta is known for what? Great music and good wings. <laughs> Magic City. <laughs> Home of the Down Low Brothers. Hey, they down low with those tunes. Boy, they keep on going. <laughs> so you, you got a point, Shogun. I should be ashamed of myself for accusing somebody who he pretty much has no evidence. And he wouldn't even... <laughs> That that description that he's that he put out there it could only be so many. Didn't even of match people. the description it, of who I accuse. So many billionaire producers in Atlanta. Come on. <laughs> sorry, I'm. Hey, everybody, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is Zay Tolden still in uh, in in Atlanta? <laughs> Producing? Yes, he is. Yeah, all right. Um, but does he? Is he a billionaire? <laughs> I know mm. he ain't. I, exactly. All right. So 
there was an episode <laughs> of the 85 South that just came out, and Mel, uh, I think it name Melanie B from Horrible Decision. Mandy, Mandy, Mandy B. Mandy was on there. She's from uh, Hor- Horrible Decision. And she was talking about Sherry Belas. She says, my taste in men is the same as Sherry Belas. Carlos was like, whoa, uh-uh, can we say that? And he was like, we're going to have to cut this. And then hours later, this comes out. And I was like, whew, are we surprised? We've been hearing things about Sherry Belas for a long time. But... Uh, wait, oh hold on. No, Shogun, you said we shouldn't be accusing him. No. So we'll just put random, random billionaire producer in Atlanta. That's what we'll you say. You know what? I, go, I, I, I don't want to be a hypocrite here. I I don't want to be a hypocrite. No, you be getting that ass too. I don't want to be a hypocrite here. Uh <laughs> I said that we should every be, time. We should <laughs> but that's when you want it. You gotta never fail. You know, hey, toilet pitch get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so T, this the T. This the remix to Ignition right <laughs> over this. Was he straight out the kitchen? It's TP two. <laughs> what do you do? Like, what do you do in this situation? A big ass. You say no and get the fuck out. No, he be that's mine. So I'm a boy. <laughs> Not tonight. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> like, whoa. That was not cool. I beat the ass here, but I saw And he like 6'8". He a tall motherfucker. So, let me just say this. You haven't learned anything from the Diddy situation, <laughs> have you? <laughs> you ain't whooping nobody's ass because them goons gonna come in and beat you down. The, bruh. I'm pleading for my life. Bro, he trying to rape me. He's like, bro, he paying me six figures. I got to do it. Right. <laughs> what I'm supposed to do? I got kids to feed. <laughs> Help me, dog. It's, it's a man violation. When I just talking about these, when I just talking about man violations, I was just saying there's some things as a man yeah, you man. can't do. And this is one of them things. No. I said no. That security guard. That security guard got kids to feed too, man. Nigga, be home, people. I got, yeah, I either got to go with the devil I know. I'll be broke on the street. I'm going to be broke on the street because you ain't finna break me. <laughs> Ant Man. I got a choice, man. Is this me or you? I ain't, ain't, ain't going to be me. I ain't in none of them movies. No wonder niggas don't be in very black <laughs> movies. They always get the DNC actors, the ones who laid on their rent. He, he out there like, yeah. <sighs> Talking about I five whooped. You ain't going to get a chance to because he going he gonna to get his goons to run in that room and be like, right there. Hello. So. Hello. <laughs> yeah, at least put the dress. Goodbye. On. At least put Goodbye. the dress. At least put the dress on, bro. Like, come on, I, I can't get raped by there, but I maybe. <laughs> I, that nigga, that nigga gonna have stubble. Oh. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. What do you do after? Are you just gonna lay in the bed? Does he get you up? You do what this man did. <laughs> And do an Instagram live. Well, how did he get out? Did what happened? How did he get away? You know how he got he away. Gave in, huh? <laughs> the chick bounced like a motherfucker. He's like, hey, yeah, I got to Friday to give me this money. Where my money at? Damn, got in that ass, boy. Oof. Bro, this is not funny. <laughs> this is fucked up. What is it about money that corrupts people like this? They don't corrupt people. They say when you get rich, that basically extenuates who you really are. Damn. He was wearing them dresses so, when he was broke. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, we can't say that it was 
we're we're speculating. That's wrong. We're not gonna do that on this podcast. All I'm saying is, you describe somebody that sounds awfully familiar to me, <laughs> but what do I do? I I'm just a dumb nigga behind a microphone. I don't know a lot, but I know good entertainment when I see it. So should we? He already got like two people. I think Claudia Jordan. <laughs> And who else was like, we gotta say we gotta help this man. <laughs> I forgot who was the two celebrities that that stepped up and was like, We're su- we support you. I know Claudia Jordan was one of them. I can't remember who oh, the other is, actress was. This, but. Is, this is terrible. Where's Terry Crews at in this situation? He should be his brother in arms with this and helping him with this. Terry Crews went through the same thing. Right. Except, you know, yeah. Terry Crews let the man jack him off. Wait, I thought he just grabbed him in the in the thing. In the casting. We know what that was. Come on, bro. Damn. Terry Crews let that man jack his, jack his dick. Probably let him suck it. You know? He did it. Where's Terry Crews? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Where's Terry Crews? Shouldn't he be around here helping this brother through this situation? Okay. Let's talk about this. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that there is clear, clearly there is an underworld <clears throat> in the entertainment business of where devious sex acts and type of fantasies are allowed. Do yes. you think that Zeref Belas making all of this money and having all of these deals and he's going to jeopardize all of this stuff by creeping into somebody's room to rape them? Or do you think that he was whining and dining this dude and he said, well, alright, I'm going to bed. And he says, alright, me too. I hate to say this. But I'm going to say it anyway. Sounds like a scorned lover. It does, don't it? But me being a, a black man, I have to believe the black man and say, let's rally around this guy. I don't believe none of you niggas. Fuck that. <laughs> I ain't lying like this, though. That's a good ass lie. That <laughs> nigga said, nah, bro. I was in what? the bed. He crept in. What? Whoa. Hold on. Tell <laughs> You don't think that's believable? It's very believable because I don't it's know what's going on. You better fuck the algorithms up. You better sue the ass. I don't know if he did what he did. I'm actually arguing for him. Now, if he sue us, he did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's admitting the guilt. Sue us. <laughs> sue us. Come on out the closet. All I'm going to say is this. I felt bad when I seen the video because I ain't going to hold it. He looked like he had. It looked. It didn't go down the way he said it went down in that video. I I think he got. I mean, he could have. I, though, I think, bro. I like, think he, he got looked like he was. Yeah, I just felt bad for him at first, but then I was just like, "But is he a scorned lover?" That's how I'm looking. Because at he it. ain't get his cut. <laughs> He's like, man, fuck this law shit. Everybody else getting checks. Why not me? Or could it possibly be that he just didn't get a starring role in one of the movies? If you're going to make these accusations, you should also provide proof in the video of you making the accusation. Can't do that. Why? You can't put a name on that bullet. No, no, no. Bro, no. You ain't got to have the name, but you could just say, here's the text messages here and cover the face. But what if he ain't got them? Hey, bro, you ain't got no proof then. I mean, it's some proof. Where? It's called a rape kit. It's been months, my nigga. Oh, that semen dried up a long time ago. Huh? If, if you did. still got it, then, bro, you stink. <laughs> You got what do you got, dude? Like Monica Lewinsky, he kept the dress. <laughs> My nigga, what, what do he do? Shit, the dude who said did it raped him in college said he kept the outfit. God. <laughs> he did. 
go read the story. He said, I still got the clothes. I still got the clothes and I still got the outfit. It's just come on, bro. That's the same thing. He got the clothes that he said he said he still got the clothes that did it right. He me. broke. He ain't got much. He gonna keep the heyday times. <laughs> like, what was he doing those days? I'm sure he was like everybody else that got left and forgot about and bad boy. He was doing something for the entourage, probably, right? No, he was in college. He, he said this, I don't know. If you, I didn't read it. Yeah, he said when him and Diddy was in college, he said Diddy raped. Well, this him was in his roommate? Yeah. That man came forward. He said, I still got the I still got the clothes. We we gotta get to the bottom of when he started saying, take that. Like something about that. I feel like he been telling us to the bottom of nothing. He's been telling us for a long time. <laughs> get to the bottom of shit. Diddy was. That's why that, that's why that man on live now crying. He was at the bottom. Now I'm sorry. Who, I'm good. Who would actually believe these men? This is the problem. Like, if they just came out and just said, hey man, some shit happened to me, some wild shit, bro. I need y'all to come and talk to me. Look, was it believable when Terry Crews said it at first? No, because Terry Crews is a big muscular motherfucker. We know if he didn't want it, he would knock somebody out. But he that man got on and cried and said that that happened to him. And we ridiculed that big nigga for that. So why is it not believable with this guy? Because I don't know his He's size. Not, I don't know how big he is. I know Terry Crews could have pushed and prodded and fought. There's one nigga who know how big he is, and that nigga is the one who crept in the <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs> I want it. You're huge. All right. All right. <laughs> you want to be a huge star? Mm. You like these silk sheets? <laughs> nigga, if I get raped on silk sheets, bro, bro this is not funny. Um, speaking of, did you see? <laughs> did you? I need. I need a polyester blend, bro. I can't. I can't do the silk. Yeah, I don't want to love this. That nigga thing. had him on. He had him on. I want my face to be in the, the bed, bed, and I'm like, oh, is that polyester? Is that silk? He had them. He had them three thousand thread count sheets. <laughs> he doing Slide it in style. That nigga all across that motherfucking bed. <laughs> That nigga, they make it, they make it easy for him not to have lube. Oh, <laughs> Slide him up. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm down with that. Yo, whoa. Believe all wick victims, people. That's what we're. That's that's the moral of this story. Believe all victims, please. We're we're <laughs> for a government name. This is a laughing matter, but for you, you should believe all victims. I'm gonna change the energy of the situation because that was whew, that got dark. Let's get a hustle everything in here. <laughs> so it's. He dark too. <laughs> no, he's a light skinned lover. Uh, so no, this is a dose of reality. We don't need that. This is a pretty cool hustle that I found, and, and I'm curious to see. Would you do something like this if you had a chance? No, I would not stay in that in that place. All right, either. stop. <laughs> I'll get. I'll do. I'll do the hotel. I'll do the hotel. Uh, the Holiday Inn down on, on Laguna. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. My Uber outside, bro. It's, it, I, I'll be all right. Nah, I'm not even. Uh, what show up? We don't. We do a virtual. Said it ain't. Ain't no way. <laughs> you can't. You can't jack me off through virtual. Who was that? <laughs> Who was that? Who was that? Uh, damn. What was the old buddy name? Uh, Tubin. <laughs> He's trying to get a Tubin situation. <laughs> who was that? Who was that guy who had the video of him fucking somebody in Senate? In the Senate. I was uh, gonna skip over that story, bro. That shit. Yeah, that shit. Wow, yeah, well, he is. That's what that's, what that's what they do with taxpayers' dollars, right there. He, this is what I don't understand. 
you're in the Senate office. There's only so many people who could go into these chambers. And he was like, I know. <laughs> well, it was one chamber he got into. I think he was the and one was that, that was being interned. It was though. that young white boy. He that little white intern that he was fucking. No, the intern was making a porno. The other guy was the who uh, anyway. Yeah, it's some wild, <laughs> some wild shit that's going on. Okay, I'm sorry. Lighter notes. It's all right. It's bad. okay. Here's a hack, man. You've been trying to figure out ways of making some extra money. Think about this. There's this new thing that kids are doing to make money, right? Basically, on their car, they get like paint markers and they write girls trip. They put their Venmo and they're at like buy us a drink, bachelorette party. There's this guy that does it. So he writes all this like girls trip stuff and he'll drive around. No and way. he said he makes more money doing this shit than working like a full-time job. Whoa. Because you are just sending money to People the Venmo. People do it and they drive through rich neighborhoods. Whoa. Like areas. They'll like wow. leave their like car parked at like a downtown area. That's genius. Does he put like on a wig and like a sass? So, like, <laughs> That's what know. I wonder. Like his windows must be tinted or something. Uh, and then other people do like just married Venmo. And what are they driving? Doesn't matter. Just huh. any car. Yeah. It's a trend right now. Like people go on bachelorettes and they'll write the Venmo and be like buy us a drink whatever. Now people are taking advantage of it and they're gonna ruin it for like people that were like wholesome about it and they were getting a little bit of like money for their trip. Now nobody's gonna Crazy. send anything <laughs> because this person ruined it. But it is Brilliant. There's people that quit their jobs because they said they're yeah. making more. How do you feel about that? I don't like if you think you're funny, but you're not. Me? I ain't got no car, nigga. I'm down right now. I, I, you, you, I was. You think you're funny, nigga? You think you're funny? It's just not a joking matter. I ain't got no car. I can't write shit. I can't even drive around and do shit. I wasn't Thanks, even thinking about that. You. I'm sorry, man. Thank you, bro. I'm so I sorry. You, I was I was being a little insensitive. How about this? Wow. Uh, give me a chance to make it up. Can I get a chance to make it up? One, I don't know, bro. One of your I'm kind of insulted right now. Well, one of your favorite. I feel like getting up and running away from the situation. <laughs> Please don't, Jonathan Majors me. <laughs> but <laughs> you got to be a man. Oh, I ain't got no segue. <laughs> one of your favorite movies is New Jack City. Am I right? It is. It is. Yeah, it is. I thought so. Because New Jack is one of those timeless classics, right? Right. What if I told you... <clears throat> Wesley Snipes. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. One of the greatest. What if I told you there is a stage play a la Tyler Perry type, but not Tyler Perry type. These people... I've seen it. You've seen it. It's on YouTube. Somebody put it on YouTube. Uh, it's got like Trench. It's hey, got well, the original well, well, Alan Payne on, on that It's got bit. all these people in here. You want to check it out? Here it is. Yeah. The movie moved you, but the stage play will blow you away. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. It's Johnson's New Jack City, live on stage, Nino Brown. You know what? Nowadays, people want to get real high, real fast. Money. Going crazy over that shit. This man. They were at the top of their game. Because you was living for the money. But when loyalty and trust takes a hit, so does survival. This is your $5 dollar ass down for me, from Naughty by Nature, Flex Alexander, the original G Money, Alan Payne, and Gary Dordain. December 6th, What some won't do. A Jacarius Entertainment production. Why you tell me they had this? You said you seen it? It's on YouTube? Yeah, Flex. I don't know why. I hate Flex. What's his name? Alexander. What's his name? He's terrible. What's his name? Flex? What's his whole name? Flex Alexander. I thought I had stumbled upon a damn Mandela effect last week. I was like, wait, his name is Flex Washington. How come everybody's calling him Flex Alexander? And I Googled it. I was like, why is everything saying Flex Alexander? That's not his name. <laughs> Nigga, you ain't watch 101. His name was Flex Washington. 
His name was Flex Alexander on one on uh, Flex Alexander. Where did I get Flex Washington from? I don't know. That's never been his name. Nope. That wasn't the character name on one on one. Mandela. I don't know. Mandela. Mandela. Anyway, but is is yeah. this good? Somebody put it on YouTube. I'm gonna have to check that out. That trailer was a year old, but uh, Rockman posted it in the in the group chat, and I was like, "Shit, I need to check this out." So shout out to Rockman. Yeah, I don't know if it's taken down or not because it was a while ago when I seen. It. I was like, "Oh shit, that's pretty terrible." It's acting's horrible, but it's a play. Starring Big expect? Daddy Kane, bro. That's gotta be good. I just watched it for. The- just for the fact that I was like, how do they put New Jay City in the play? With? That's, like, that's kind of what I'm curious I'm gonna about. I'm going to just roll with it. I just roll with it. Uh, but they, um, the original G Money, he, I mean, he's doing all the bids. And then Tretch is being, he's Nino Brown. He actually does a really good job as Nino Brown. Tretch is a good. Tretch is an yeah. underrated actor. I was just about to say that. I was like, hey, we got to give it to him, bro. Tretch is awesome. Tretch is underrated. Yeah. He's an underrated actor. He ain't made the best of movies. Of course not. But, but the scripts that he did have, he turned them out. Mm-hmm. Um, are you done with your that, stories? Uh, two, that uh, uh, 2B exclusive movie where he he that, he that fighter. That shit actually pretty good. I don't know if you've seen I it. I can't remember that. the name of it. But, like he's a he's a uh, MMA fighter in that shit. He's good in it. I liked it. 2B got some underrated movies, man. Um, are you done? Uh yeah, I don't like my other story. My other story is about this man who won the lottery like second time in two years. Damn, it's kind he got of a hack or something. Yeah, I was gonna use it for hashtag host everything, but to be honest with you, right. he just buys scratch scratch offs and just wins. So damn, he a lucky man. <laughs> I was like, I wish he would throw me some, you know, throw me some. He needed ten thousand. Stay away from a Jabari, Grace Jabari. Um, so let, how about this? You a guy. <laughs> Who's having some car situations, right? Oh, uh, I am. And, and you were just talking about Michael B. Jordan crashing his Ferrari. You know what would have helped him in that situation? Yeah. Not being stupid. Yes, not being stupid. <laughs> not being stupid is a very key phrase that we need to just cling on to for the next 10 to 15 minutes. So if we... Okay. uh if we were not being stupid, we would not follow these hacks and things that people have been posting online. I don't know if you know about this, but the Tesla community has a pretty huge uh, community. It's a, it's, a, it's a car culture of its own. I mean, this is what made electric vehicles like pop, right? Mm-hmm. And so people have been driving these cars because of how tech Ford or how future Ford and future proof they are. Elon Musk came out and said, you know what, guys, we got an autopilot that's going to come in these cars. Buy it today. It's not ready yet. We're going to release autopilot at a future date, but everybody's going to be able to have a software update and autopilot is going to start working with your Tesla now. And people were like, cool, Elon, thank you for releasing autopilot. We got a way of driving it. And, and, And the community said, hey, one of the issues with autopilot is that you have to keep your hands on the steering wheel at all times. And they were like, yeah, that sucks. I want to be able to drive my Tesla without putting my hands on it because it has it has autopilot. I want a car with mm-hmm. autopilot to actually have autopilot. And they was like, yeah, me right. too. And so there's a whole bunch of people finding ways to drive their 
autopilot Teslas without putting their hands on the steering wheel. Here's one guy talking about it right here. Hey, what's good, guys? John here, and it's finally happening. The Tesla wheel nag is eventually going away, and it's already starting. So to start off, if you guys don't already know what the wheel nags are, they're essentially there's a blue flashing screen with a notification at the bottom to put your hands on the wheel when it isn't for a period of time. Now, this can get pretty annoying after a little while of straight road driving or when you're on a road trip, and there is nothing beside you, in front of you, behind you, and it's still nagging you to put your hands on the wheel. Now, Tesla has done it a little bit different from, say, Honda or Mazda, where a little nudge, a little input is enough to keep the system on and going. With Tesla, you practically have to nudge it so hard to the point where you're almost kicking it off the system before it verifies that you're still there. Now, definitely, this can get on your nerves if you're simply just driving in a straight line like I've mentioned. Now, because of this fact, a lot of people have decided to purchase and use something as a defeat device. Essentially, what it does is it adds a little bit of weight onto the steering wheel, and that keeps the system active without putting your hands on it. Now, of course, this isn't recommended, but I wouldn't say I have never tried it myself, and it works really well, but there is a lot of times where it does need to do a full rotation and this is where the I don't know if you notice in this clip he has a water bottle wedged on his steering wheel with water in there that's to mm -hmm. trick the car that he has his hands on the steering wheel to make it feel like he's still driving so he can do whatever he wants to do while the Tesla is driving in autopilot mode right there's mm -hmm. been tricks like this people wedging bananas or putting um, oranges on the steering wheel but thing that is strapped on if it wasn't one of those special devices that you guys can buy online uh, those are just gonna fall off and you're gonna have to restrap the entire thing so tesla knew about this and tesla was like okay we're gonna update our software and it's gonna have to need a nudge every once in a while in order for you to continue doing the that autopilot hack so people right. found workarounds on the workaround and so now, Tesla is in the news because they have this huge recall. I don't know if you heard about it. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I've seen, I seen that. Uh, basically, every Tesla sold that has the autopilot feature is being recalled because the autopilot is faulty. We want to turn now to that major recall involving more than 2 million Tesla cars. That's nearly all of the electric vehicles Tesla has sold in the U.S. CBS's Carter Evans tells us how the company intends to fix a problem with the car's autopilot system. There's almost nothing left of this Tesla after it slammed into a fire truck on a Northern California freeway last February. The driver was killed and investigators believe autopilot was engaged when it happened. It's one of dozens of deadly crashes since 2016 allegedly involving the technology and it led to a National Highway Traffic Safety Administration investigation. Tesla owner Susie Maggot hopes the resulting recall leads to safer use of autopilot. I was driving on the freeway and saw a man with his seat almost fully reclined, feet out the window, and hands like behind his head going about 95 miles an hour. Nearly every Tesla sold in the U.S. is affected, and over-the-air software update will now enable the cars to give drivers more warnings when they're not paying attention and even suspend the technology if drivers use it incorrectly. This recall is actually written in blood. Robert Sumwalt is former chair of the National Transportation Safety Board. He says he spoke to Elon Musk personally during the agency's own investigation into autopilot six years ago. And as the chairman of the NTSB, I'm talking to him about this investigation, and he hung up on me. 
I think that shows an arrogance within the organization that is leading to safety problems and killing people. Now, the software fix is already rolled out to some customers. We reached out to Tesla but have not heard back. However, on Monday, the company posted that it believes that cars that use its autopilot system are safer than those without it. Nora? Carter, powerful interviews in such important context. Thank you so much. Cole Jackson, when you finally get back up and rolling, will you trade your truck in to get a Tesla that has an autopilot feature, which will allow you to drive without driving? Um, that was actually going to be my next car. Uh, I don't know anymore. I, you can get one for like 25k anymore. used. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. To be what's your what's your uh, hang up about this? I think the recent recalls. Has has me, and Elon is is he's too big to fail, and that on top of the way he's running Twitter and all of his companies he's running right now, the way he's running shit right now, man, just does not give me a lot of good faith. Mm. I don't know what this company is gonna be in the next ten years. Mm. I don't even know if if uh, if let's say I do buy a Tesla and we have to have a recall, like are they gonna? You know, you know, they're gonna stand on their product and be like, "Oh, we can get it fixed," or well, so on and so forth. It's a lot. It's a lot there, man. This is, this is a good question to ask. Recall. The recall is uh, is not really a recall where people have to take their cars back to Tesla because most of the Teslas are not built here in America. Uh, the recall mm-hmm. is a software update that stops right. you from being able to use the autopilot without hands on it. And as you've seen, the Tesla community is finding workarounds in order to do that. So I got to ask you, who do you really feel is at fault? Is it the Tesla car for doing what it was supposed to do, how it was designed, it said it needs you to be on there, or is it the community for modifying their car, driving it the way that they want to drive it? Damn. See, that's the thing. You trying to make me side with the <laughs> with the company and blame the consumer, but oh. I'm a consumer. I can't blame the consumer. I'm not trying to make I'm you do anything. Too. I am just putting out the facts here. <laughs> I'm just putting out the facts here. <laughs> and now that you know what your options are, you're gonna choose wisely. And bend over. <laughs> <laughs> what are these? Three hundred threads, three hundred thousand thread seats? So amazing. No, nah, man, I, I, Tesla knew about this and they knew people were work around in it and, and they turned a blind eye to it. They put this feature in their cars to sell and the feature wasn't even ready to go at, at launch. And so Tesla's not a good person. He's a great salesman. And as me, Elon. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, you I, said I, I may call him Tesla, but Elon is not a great person. He's a great salesman. And we already know what salesmen are trying to do. They're just trying to get money. They're trying to screw you. Mm-hmm. But why on the earth would you drive a car and not actually drive the car? Why do you trust technology this much that you feel like you can stick your feet out the window and keep going? Why you put the feature there if I can't use it? Because you a dumbass. But you put it in. That's your selling point. But you ain't using it the way that I sold it to you. So You got an orange on your steering wheel, my nigga. I ain't sell you no Tesla orange. You put the feature. Come on, man. And you put your feet you out the, the window. 
Well, I don't know about all that. Now that's that's some other shit. That is the, that nigga got money to burn. I ain't gonna do all that. I wonder shit. if he bought a nice casket. Oh, he didn't. His family had to because he's dead. Uh win some, you lose some. We lost a lot of but, customers. We sold a lot of Teslas. No, nah, man. If you put the feature, it's always been workarounds on everything, bro. Especially when it comes to features on technology. Yeah. You already know, man. It's always gonna be some kind of workaround somewhere. We'll find something to kind of cheat the system or we 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 both play video games. No, no, let's keep we it on always, cars. I'm a car guy. I love modifying and changing the stat. I like changing the car and making it customized for myself. I'm a car guy. Right. I got a sub in my trunk that wasn't factory. So I can't really be mad at these people for customizing their car. But it's just brain dead to think that you can drive a car without driving the car. Now, them people felt differently. <laughs> Yeah, they did too. They felt the impact, and that's ah. the difference. You get what you pay for. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you get what you pay for, nigga. You should have, you should have drove the fucking car. Should have drove. That just goes to show how lazy we are as Americans. <laughs> And so there is actually a real recall that's happening with the Kias. I don't know if you heard about that, but the Kias, they're telling them that you it's best to park them outside right now. I think it's any Kia that was sold from like 2000 to 2015. They're like, park the shit outside because motherfuckers, some shit's going to go wrong. Uh, I think it has uh, the ABS system has uh, a fault in it where it's leaking out fluid. It's mm. parked or when it's driving, that fluid can build up in the engine bay and actually spark a fire because of where it's dripping. And so <laughs> there's a, a major recall with Kia's, and they're like, hey, bring these back so we can fix this. But until you bring it back, make sure you park the shit outside. Mm. Coincides with the Kia boys that are breaking into the Kia cars that are parked outside because you can't put the shit in your garage. So it's like, it's a lose, lose, lose at this point, current moment. But uh, yeah, man. Tesla's Elon is not a good dude. And kind of to your concern, he just reinstated Alex Jones on Twitter. If you want to talk about that real quick, you said that the way he's running Twitter is uh, is kind of concerning to you. I mean, it's to the point now, man, where I think. So I don't have a problem with reinstating people mm-hmm. on Twitter. I don't have a problem with that. I think the people who don't have the money to be able to afford um, being a part of the social media network mm-hmm. is where I have the gripe at. I got you. Like, like we don't get the people who actually been here and been faithful. Um, we don't get the type. Like, it's people who I don't want to pay for Twitter. I got you. But I know that's what that's the model that it's going mm-hmm. towards. I know that's where it's going. It, eventually, like I don't know if you noticed or not, but they have three tiers of of paid Twitter. Nope. Now I'm the brokest of the broke boys on Twitter. I don't pay for nothing. Yeah, and they just implemented Gronk, um, which is a fun mode where you can kind of, you have to have Premium Plus, and you can use AI. On Twitter? Mm-hmm. What, what would AI do to benefit me on Twitter? I haven't fully investigated it. Um, Gronk okay. has actually, it's G-R-O-K is what it is. Yeah. It just. Um, That's the AI model. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I haven't. I just. I know it popped up on my on my uh, 
when I go to my my desktop version of Twitter, um, I just seen it pop up not too long ago, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? But you, when you're a premium plus person, you can actually use Gronk. Now, I don't. All I know is it implements AI, and that's really the bare bones of what I know. Of course, I'm gonna try to look into it more and see, but. You know, when I started like kind of fiddling around, there's three tiers of paid Twitter that you can do. Yeah. People like me who don't want to pay for Twitter but want the exposure are getting kind of drowned out, put put to the side mm-hmm. because we're not gonna we're not, we don't afford we don't you know like I was thinking if I'm keeping it a buck with y'all, I was like maybe I should just go ahead and start paying for Twitter, but the lowest tier don't even do shit. The lowest tier is just you're just paying for basically a check mark. Mm. That's where we've gotten to right well, now, how, and I how, don't do like. You know that. the price scale. Oh hell yeah! I, I mean, if the if the low, I'm on Twitter what's now. What's the most expensive package you can buy for Twitter? I'm I'm pulling it up as we speak. So there's so there's a basic which is three dollars a month. Okay. You can do premium, which is eight dollars a month, and then. There is Premium Plus, which is $16 a month. Damn. And that's where you get all the bells and whistles. Everything you want to do on Twitter, you can do. Um, even You can even start doing, if I'm not mistaken, with that tier, uh, you can actually start actually doing like web shows if you want to do that. That's not bad. Um, $16 a month. I pay like 20 bucks for YouTube Premium, but that comes with YouTube Music and all that. So. Right, so you actually are able to use like a whole studio, like there. Mm-hmm. So Twitter has a whole studio or X or whatever the fuck it's called. It's Twitter, <laughs> so you can have a studio and all this other stuff when you go that high. But I'm like, I just don't feel like having to pay for social media is is fair. Even though, if I'm being honest, I think that's where everything is going subscription based. A lot of these companies are not going to be able to maintain anymore. Unless they start using implementing that plan to be able to stay afloat, um, I think the Alex Jones move was a, was a place where Alex Jones is going to get traction. People are going to want to watch him. Uh, what's the other guy who got kicked off of Fox News? He's he still got his show on on X. Oh, you talking um, about Carson? Not Carson Tucker. Yeah, I think it is Car. Uh, I think whoever he Tucker is, Carson. he still does a, a show. He had an interview not too long ago that was on my timeline. It was, t- it was with him he, and Alex Jones. Yeah, Tucker on Twitter. No, he it was some. No, it was somebody else uh, uh, this past week. But we're just. I know we're moving to a subscription based model when it comes to X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it. I don't like it. I feel mm-hmm. like for the people who have been down for a long time with this social media platform we don't get shit unless we put money into it and that just that's kind of i think the problem is ugly i'm sorry i think the problem with all of this is it's cool if you want to do the uh the subscription part that's great that's your prerogative that's your business running how you want to run it but the problem is is you made so much money off of selling information and access to people's data that that revenue stream is still there so how you going to mm-hmm. have two incomes, you you double dipping, and you sitting here saying that, oh, we can't make the money that we used to make. Well, the real issue is, is that Apple changed their terms of services, and they've changed what apps can just willingly get your metadata. And once that changed, you started seeing all these other social media 
like plummet in sales and ad revenue because they're not able to just scrape all the, the information off of Apple products like they used to. Now, it's still wide yeah. open on Android, but every iteration of Android, they're chiseling it back little by little. But I think it's, it's wrong for them to still be able to sell our information, even though they say they remove the descriptors about that person. But they mm-hmm. have so much information, I'm sure you can still back, back what is it called? You can still figure it out where it, where it originated from. Um, I, but I feel like Elon has gotten to the point now where he doesn't want the advertisers anymore. Mm-hmm. I think well, in the next five years, off. and this is just this is just speculation. Y'all know how I feel about speculating. I feel like in the next five years, he's probably going to move away from having advertisement and just go straight subscription based and actually make it into what he wants it to be. Mm-hmm. And he's he's kind of. With the moves that are being made now, he's kind of moving towards that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people don't want to, with Alex Jones being reinstated, I think people are, they don't want to be a, 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 so, a well, I'm not going to say everybody, but there's a lot of sponsors who don't want to be connected to that. I think some of these moves that he's doing is basically um, just trying to get some of the advertisers away so he can fully justify actually having a subscription-based uh, social media platform. And it makes sense. It'll make money because there's so many people who bought the blue check. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they get the lowest tier, he's still going to get money in the end. That, now, I don't know if he's still going to continue because you can get monetization off your tweets. People don't know that either. Like when you join, when you pay for Twitter, monetization uh, options are there so you can get paid to tweet. Get them engagement and going. I think yes. Right. So people don't really realize this. Like some of the wild shit that y'all see on Twitter is paid shit. They're paying to to um, get people all riled up and retweeting and commenting and so on and so forth. Like people are getting paid a nice little bag off of that shit. Y'all need to kind of realize. And that's why I think he brought back the salacious people. You want the controversy people Mm -hmm. on the platform that's going to mingle with all the folks there. It's like if if your if your whole business model is about converse, why would you remove the people who are speaking? But now it's getting to the point where is this dangerous? Because some of these folks that's talking, people don't really need to be listening to. And I'm not saying this about Alex Jones, but it's a lot of like wild shit that's just being pushed on Twitter. And maybe it's because I don't really use social media the way that I guess the average Twitter user is doing it. I'm not seeing mm. all of the negative shit, but people are complaining constantly about like it's not working or it's Nazi information or I'm not getting the stuff that I follow. Every time I go on there, I get exactly what I thought I was looking for. That's because people are probably doing the for you and not looking at the following. Yeah. There's two tabs you got you to gotta click on. Right. Some people are just like, I'm just on, I'm on here. And it's like, if you go to the stuff that you're following, you probably won't get the salacious yeah. bullshit. You'll get who you're actually following. It's not gonna bleed into your algorithm on your following side of things. I, I I just think I think it's fake outrage and bullshit, but we always get. Did, that's how I look at did it. Did you listen to? People, did you listen to the spaces that he had with uh, Vivek Wamaswamy uh, Tate? No, nah, because we was we was recording that. Well, I listened to it afterwards, but it was it was interesting. Um, the reason why he said he reinstated Alex Jones after saying he would never do it, he was like. He said, or Elon said, he went back to the files of Twitter and he was looking for why they banned him. And 
come to find out, it had nothing to do with the Sandy Hook situation. Did mm. you know that? No. It, it basically happened was when he was going to court for the Sandy Hook situation, one of the CNN reporters outside of the court was there and Alex confronted him. And they deemed that as bullying because Alex pulled his phone out and was like, we're going to talk to you and you're one of those globalists and you're just pushing all this. And it's like, all right, man. He, he was doing the, net, the normal Alex Jones type shit where he was going too far. But the points that he was making, to me, my personal opinion, was legitimate because you know how I am. Alex has been more right than he's been wrong, but it's just his delivery mm-hmm. of shit. Um, but no, he, he just said that this is a free speech platform. And he keeps hiding behind that. So he's trying to put out the conversation. I think that now that we have the people that nobody wants to listen to with the platform that the people that nobody should listen to clashing every mm-hmm. day, we're actually being forced to have a real debate. But it's like the audience is no longer there because they don't really want to engage in all this bullshit anymore. And so... It's kind of weird what's happening to see the evolution of Twitter. It's like, hey, the only way that they're say that they're making money is off the subscriptions, but is the conversation still on Twitter? That's my question. I well, I mean, I know you didn't set it up, but I think it's probably rhetorical, but mm. I, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. But social media has been such a crazy thing this year. <laughs> this is my last clip. And uh, be- when I was going down the rabbit hole of what happened with the Alex Jones situation, this popped up today. And I think this is pretty funny. And, uh, you know, Alex Jones was, well, I think it says it in the clip. Here you go. Alex Jones is asking the families of the Sandy Hook school shooting to accept a small fraction of the more than bill- a billion dollars of debt that he owes them. The InfoWars host had declared bankruptcy after being ordered to pay nearly $1.5 billion in damage to several of the families. It came after he lost a pair of civil cases over false claims saying the 2012 shooting was a hoax. According to court documents filed yesterday, Jones proposed a settlement guaranteeing the group at least five and a half million dollars a year for a decade. The families would also receive 70 percent of the money he raises by selling personal property. In exchange, the families would give up all legal claims against Jones. What do you think about that? They're scheduled to get a billion dollars from him. He's like, I ain't got that money, but the best I can do is give you five million dollars over 10 years. (laughs) <laughs> I'm doing that now with <laughs> credit cards and <laughs> payments. So yeah, I can't blame. I can't man. blame him either. He might need to go to Georgia and get one of them billionaire producers to fuck him in the ass, and he might be able to pay it off. Ooh, I ain't even think about that. Right now is the best time to be a billionaire because you can get whatever you want half off. You can get a whole ass yeah, for half Jones, the price. As Jones might need to put some Vaseline on them knees and get the sucking. Wait, on the knees? Wouldn't that get you, like, dirty knees and stuff? <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure he don't, you know. Get some carpet burn. That's I got you. I, I like how you look out for the people. So that's, I never thought about that trick. <laughs> I guess I've been a selfish bastard. <laughs> well, I ain't got nothing else, man. Like you said, this is the last episode of the year. It has been a very eventful 2023 I'd like to say thank you for everybody for listening and supporting the Government Name Podcast. Uh, this has been a, a journey, and I can't wait to do it again next year. But right now, we're going to kick our feet back. 
and enjoy the rest of the year with our loved ones. Make sure you still come back next week and the week after that because we should have two episodes of the Best of Government Name Podcast 2023, hosted by me, Shogun. Look at that. Yep. Hot damn. Hot diggity damn. Here we go again. <laughs> All right, folks. See you guys. Well, for me, I'll see y'all next year. Peace out. She just kind of fucking with my money, but I meant everything I said, <laughs> and I'll say it again. BYK Radio. Radio.